Go my ahead. intro doesn't put a smile on David's face. I don't know what will. <laughs> All right, we're loaded right. for bear. Here we go. Toy vote. Toy vote. The human torch. The eleven o'clock comics episode one hundred and eighty-two. No, it's not. It's one eighty-three. Eleven o'clock comics. <laughs> Let me do that shit again. Oh. I'm sorry. See, I missed one. <clears throat> I'm out of the loop. Episode thirteen. Loop the yeah, So what? You're saying that one doesn't fucking count, then? <laughs> I listened to it. That's exactly what I'm saying. According to the red uh, size, it didn't. Yeah. No, Vince. No. Yeah, no. Chris. Like, I'm gonna talk about Love and Rockets. Maybe one sentence. <laughs> Maybe one. And I was grateful for that too. <laughs> Ladies, <clears throat> here we go. Come on. We're angling for another fucking three-man cast this week. Don't. I'll test me. 11 o'clock comics. Let me do it again. Oh, 11... <laughs> oh, my God. Rusty titwait here. Rusty. Yep. Time first time. I know. 11 o'clock comics, episode 183. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ, it's a disaster right off the bat. I'm, I'm eager to hear. I did listen to it, and I thought you guys did a good job. No, are you ready to listen to our con recap? Oh, there's more? No, that was the build-up. That was the that was the get out of town episode. This is this is where we get to do everything that we did. That's okay. I'm eager to hear that. Yeah, that's great. I, I, tell us about all the news that we missed out on because you can't you can't read the news. Well, how the hell did you guys get any news? Well, David and Wood, when they had to push you around the con floor in that big plastic bubble. It's no big plastic. Hey, I'm fucking healthy as a fucking ox right now. <laughs> I will stand by my preventative measures. And they weren't turning down the airborne. We were, I was passing around the game back. Your, your hero was from a, a legit source. You didn't have one at a New York-style diner like Tim. Wait, what? It's true. I don't know what, what he's talking about. Did Tim have it at a diner? He, he, had, he, had, he had a gyro. He had a gyro. A, oh, a gyro. Yes. Now, see, yeah. I always wondered how to pronounce that shit because I always see it, and I see it. Renee says gyro. Right. That's no, the way you should. But you know, it. it well, how, wait. Now, what is the definitive way to say that? It's a gyro. Hero. Hero. No, hero. Hero. Roll the R in Greek. Oh, really? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Because we just say gyro here because we're too right, stupid yeah, to know any better. Yeah. Well, no, not that your wife is stupid. No, I'm not yep. saying that. You guys yeah. are heathens in Pennsylvania anyway. We are godless heathens. Ah. You, yeah. Who am I talking to? I don't know. You Hi. are so low tonight, David. I can barely hear you. That's what I'm saying. He needs really? to. He needs to emote. I think that's that's he about. Good to me. But that's about twenty five percent of the problem. David needs uh, to from yeah. the diaphragm. Mm-hmm. But the other seventy five, we have not been able to figure out. La, 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 la. The I microphone, know. son. I did move it. He's there. That was all right. Yeah, I'm not going to talk like that the whole oh, night. But you have to. See, who am I talking to tonight? Who are we talking to? On this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics, hi, I am, hi. I'm Vince B. Yes, you are. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. And I'm Christopher Naisman. I'm glad I'm hi. not recording, editing this bitch this week. Did hi, Chris. Job. Miss you. <laughs> Miss you too, baby. Uh, uh, I'm David Price. Yay. Hey, oh, yeah, my baby. And 
Back again. I am Stannis Grackleflint. Wow. <laughs> Well, at least it registered with one of us. Who? Uh, really? Wow. I am, wait, wait. I am wounded. Stannis, I am wounded, Vincent. Stannis Grackleflint. Is that somebody from Mage? Ah, yes. All right. Nice. One of the Grackleflints. Okay. I don't. Oh, which, which we'll have a we'll have a story um, regarding yes, Mage. We, well, yeah, but bit. we casted but we casted the Mage movie in the uh, in the hotel room. Oh, gee, such fun! I, I, yeah. I, I oh, wanted yeah. to be there. <laughs> no, but it was, no, it, it was with us, not real actors, dude. It was the people in the room. It was the oh, shit. God. <laughs> hey, and you know what? This episode has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service. High cover prices? Ha! We uh, laugh at thee. Laugh at thee. Uh, uh, stretch, stretch your comic book dollar to unimaginable lengths at Discount Comic Book Service. That's DCBService.com. Get, get a load of this. All 52 DC number four issues. It would have cost you 159.49. No way. You get it for 79.49. You're cutting your expenditures in half. With, in half. You can also get, uh, with the, yeah. You can get, uh, Kirkman and Liefeld's Infinite. Uh, volume one trade paperback cover price is ten bucks. No way. Cover price at DCBS is four ninety nine. It's it's like they just rub it off and put their own price on it. It's amazing. <laughs> you know um, you know what I cut in half? Uh, <laughs> just, what? Just, just, Justice League number two. Oh boy, yeah, I heard, I heard, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it because yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I don't like <laughs> the way he's depicting my man Hal. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> you bitch. You what, can is he also an salesman now. I don't know, at least should be. He's a I'm surfer surprised David dude. didn't like Justice League number two because one of the heroes is just a snarky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be Batman? They all were snarking at each other. Oh, okay. yeah, anyway. Um And last but not least, you can get Dynamite's Lord of the Jungle, a.k.a. Tarzan. That's what the people in the know call him. Uh, the, the issue is only a buck, but at DCBS, it's a quarter. It's less than a, a, a half a cup two of coffee. Uh, yeah. So check them out. Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. They're awesome. We laugh at high cover prices. They're ridiculous because we don't have to pay them. There you yeah. go. Uh, what's what's uh, knock out this drink roll call? Because we got a lot of uh, New York and uh, uh, I would say a little bit of Florida to talk about. Uh, so I tell you, what, I, I'll go ahead and and lead us off. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's an oldie but a goodie for me. Uh, uh, took a trip to Wisconsin with my buddy. Uh, uh, Mr. Tom Caters to go watch some uh, some baseball on uh, my Cardinals trip, uh, eventually to the World Series, and, uh, and which it's zero zero right now in the uh, the fifth inning. I know Vince wanted to know, uh, and was That's able to great. pick up some new glare, so I'm having some spotted cow. Oh, so, I like that stuff. Oh, it's awesome. I will try and I will try and have a uh, an abundance of new glare spears uh, available whenever you guys come in for C two E two. Cool. I'm gonna stock up. Uh, so Vince, I will be there. I will be there. You, bet, you better because uh, if you're not, um, we're going to kick you off the show. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I can't go this long without seeing my my, my man Wood no, and David. Like five and, years. And Tiki. Well, so. you know you don't go to Chicago to see David and I. I know. Yeah. I know. It's true. Hey, I'm yeah. not hearing good things about New York. <laughs> I'm I'm hearing rumblings of not good uh, juju going down around the. In a week or so. In, so in where? Uh, New York City. I heard 
things are going to happen. From the just in the grapevine, of course, all the people in my grapevine are crazy. So okay. take it with a grain yeah, of salt. Uh, yeah, I heard. I heard not good things. Yeah. What the Occupy? They almost kept us from going. To, yeah. Almost caused, yeah. caused us from going to dinner uh, that night. Yeah, I know. If we had really, three, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah, we wow. we had reservations for uh, across the uh, Times Square where they were protesting. So uh, okay. we had to make with the with that the, with been the wedge. So and get cool to see that. Yeah, I was, you know, me being, you know, country mouse. I was like, do they always have um, police on horses in Times Square? But you know, <laughs> not. It would have been really cool to walk by the crowd and just try to find the uh, Obama-sponsored communist pinko scumbags. Oh, that are come planted. on. Oh, <laughs> it's zero, Actually, zero, somebody, the sixth now. Ben. Somebody, uh, <laughs> so we're countering the crazy with baseball. That's awesome. So, so somebody actually we should do that every week. <laughs> Which somebody called Saturday all of our Night against a parade because they met us at New York Comic Con. I promise we're not usually like. Ben, be drinking. I am drinking George Killian's Irish Red. All right, uh, David. How about you? Last three. Uh, trying something new. It is Roaring Red. It's a New York Finger Lakes Red Table Wine. Oh, uh, the thing, you know, you know what is. Fingers. You know what's also uh, in the Finger Lakes region of New Fish. York? Fish. The Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Keep it moving. It's Jason, my brother, what are you swilling on? I am drinking some wild turkey. Ooh, excellent. Nice. nice. No, I'm not actually drinking wild turkey. I'm not actually drinking wild turkey. I know you've got some bourbon in the house now. <laughs> I do, but I'm not drinking it. I'm I'm here again next year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you drink? I'm drinking Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, awesome. okay. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry I, was to... I was disappointed in myself. I wasn't able to actually drink all of that fifth of uh, of Knob Creek when I was in New York. <laughs> I tried. You did a good job on it. <laughs> yeah. I, try, I tried hard. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Let's hey, talk be- about it. Before we get uh, into the con recap, I have a little bit of recap of my own, and it yeah, goes it back. Yeah, Florida. No, it goes back about, I don't know, maybe eight, seven episodes when I talked about, remember the, uh, the going rate for Erie number 32 and 31? Oh, that, yeah. that was, yeah, that was, that was, that was printed in, that was funny. no, that was, that was awesome. as printed in the Comics Buyer's Guide, the, the auction news and market trend column. But get this. I'm happy to report that the situation has been rectified. The cosmic balance is once again in order because due to outliers, is that how you say it, Jason? O-U-T-L-I-E-R-S, outliers, in the database. Collectors saw huge increases in the prices for issues of Warren's Erie magazine in June and July. Those prices have now been adjusted after additional market analysis, as shown below. Now, the high price for Erie 31 was $5,000. It has now been, as of August, the near mint price for Erie number 31 is a whopping 25 bucks. Dude, but, could you imagine being the guy that sold it for five G's? Get this, get this. Erie number thirty-two, July's near mint price was twenty-four thousand nine hundred dollars. Oh, which has been ad- adjusted in August down to. Eight How does that to, happen? Like, their database sucks. It, it must be okay. ridiculous. Uh, the, in August, the price has been reduced to thirty dollars. So, so it was a typo, wow. basically. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was Mark the yeah, we call that getting top kicked. Twenty four thousand nine hundred is one hell of a typo. 
You got to really fuck that yes. shit up to get that kind of time. Maybe ball. maybe Jeppy had to pay a tax bill or something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man! But hey, you can also get Brave and the Bold twenty nine uh, for fourteen thousand five hundred dollars, or the first issue of Colleen Doran's A Distant Soil. Yeah. Uh, from Warp Graphics, selling for a whopping fifteen dollars in near mint. Yes, hey, now. it's a good little series. I follow yeah. her on Twitter. Oh, she's very pleasant. Yep. Yeah, she's nice. She's nice. And this uh, information comes to you from CBG sixteen eighty four, which again was a decent issue. It goes up and down, up and down. So cool. it's yeah, it's good. It's good. So that now everything you can sleep well. I, uh, your, your eeries I, have settled to a reasonable price. I have a thank you that's not com related before we get into the show. I can't okay. hear David. I know. I can't either. I can hear him perfectly. Oh, I wonder huh. if that means no one's going to be able to hear me on the show then. No, I'll make sure they can hear you. Unlike Chris, I'll do a little bit of editing. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I have a thank you that's not con related uh, before I forget, and that is from our good friend Gordon Adams. Uh, Gordo. Gordo would to um, he uh, oh crap what the hell was the uh, the little um, small press uh, West Coast con that happened uh, a couple weeks ago was, uh, that, was that SPX yeah SPX. I think yeah. Um, and uh, he sent me uh, Keith Knight is is a cartoonist has a comic strip called uh, called the Nightlife he's also uh, he does some political cartoons but. Gordo sent me the fifth K Chronicles compendium called I Left My Arse in San Francisco. <laughs> and, uh, and with a cute little sketch to, in it, it says, uh, David, enjoy. And it's got a picture of some buttocks. And Gordon also was kind enough to sketch me a little, uh, Mr. Monster. So, oh, uh, awesome. Right. Yeah. So, so thank you for that, Gordon. And, and it was wrapped in, uh, plastic. Sunday comics. No, it, no. It's dead. He, wrapped he, in he, plastic. He, he mailed it to me. With, with with homemade gift wrap using the Sunday funnies. So nice. That, that's yes. great. Gordo sent Thank me a text today telling me to um go cards. So he's a oh. big baseball guy. Because you're part of the team. So yeah, yep. it's 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 good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just trying to be nice to you. He doesn't care about I'm baseball. Keep bringing it up then. <laughs> trying to be nice to you. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So what else? What before we get into the con uh recap, anybody want to talk about anything at all? Pressing? Pressing? Uh, any any pressing pressing the cons, son? Yeah, okay. that, that's pressing, because everything else right now going on happening today is depressing, so let's get to the con stuff. Yeah, we can talk about the Walking Dead shit after. What? That's not what I was talking about, but all right. Yeah. They'll way off at Marvel. How, how was Florida, homie? Because we missed you last week. It was kind of wonderful. Yeah. I, I'm, nice. I, you, know, you don't yeah. say wonderful too often. I know. I, know. I had a really good time this, this, this trip, because... um. I think we were, we were all in sync this time around. You know what I mean? I, I was I was in, as enthused to see uh, the park as the kids, mainly because of the, you know the Harry Potter thing and the Simpsons thing. So we were all j- just jacked up and having fun every day. Long days though. We'd get to the park right when the gates opened. We'd close the place, go back to the hotel, have fun till like two in the morning. Get up real early again, go back to the park. You know. So I mean, it was a great. I actually didn't want to come home. That's really rare for me. Wow. Yeah, and I'll tell you, if you go to Universal, uh-huh. hit that damn Harry Potter ride. Oh my God, it's incredible! And and uh, I mean, the kids like that one the best. And I thought it was really fantastic, but the Simpsons one is out of this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
it's uh it's not really it is a ride but it's more of one of the simulator type things it's not you you actually don't move around all that much but you think you do because of the visuals Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm a big pussy. I don't like um, <laughs> ro- I don't like roller coasters at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I just I stay away from that stuff. But um, you go all the way through Springfield and around the the, the nuclear power plant, and and Maggie turns into a hundred foot tall baby and starts batting shit around. It's really fun. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. Nice. So yeah, I had a good time. So let's hear about the con. It was I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was um. I would describe it as being very crowded. See, it's oh, really? funny. I, I yeah. thought it was crowded, but I thought it was way, way more manageable than the year before. Um, that, you know, they, they did a really good job of getting people in and out and around the con compared to last year, much, much uh, more well-managed. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, uh, Vince, we should start chronologically, which is to say that... Uh, Yet again, for the fourth con in a row, my, uh, my, my attempt at getting a Jim Chung piece of art was dashed against the <laughs> Let's wall. Let's get the most important thing out of the way. Upset. With it, well, because it was, it, was, it was dashed within an hour and a half of the con beginning. Yeah. Uh, uh, he the, filled all, up his list an hour and a half into the no, con? No, it's worse than that, dude. It's worse Uh-oh. than that. So, so Chris and David and Steve Ray all get to the city early. They come to my office on Thursday. They drop we oh, chill out like for a little bit. We're watching them wheeling and dealing. Yeah, they, they're doing their dig out and do their thing. Dig we all, I, we all meet up. I had to work through past four. I was ready to roll at like four thirty. We go over to the con. Get to the con at five thirty. Now this is for the new for you know like professional day, right? There's no. It's just press people that bought VIP tickets and right. like pros. And it's pro, not even yeah. you know. It's just like basically a preview, right? So we're like, all right, we get there. It's five thirty. Got our badges. We're all ready to roll the thing. Open the doors. Opened at four. Roll down to Artist Alley, head straight for Jimmy Chung, went at his table. I'm like, yeah, come over. Yeah, what's up, Jim? Can I get on your list? Oh, man. I'm like, what? Holds up a list? Like 80 names on there. I'm like, <laughs> oh, come on. Wait, I'm, wait what? what? Huh? Yeah, it's like, it's like 40 minutes into, into yeah. preview night. So yeah. we see a couple other people we know, and they say that literally at 4 o'clock when the doors opened, he had a list of... All the way, like, like, you know, like, uh, uh, winding all the way around the side of the, like, so all the professionals and like people that they they all like had same ideas as me. So, didn't happen again, man. That's not right. Did Le- did Leica get one? No, not he has he, 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 he has, has one stuff. from I think like a, a either maybe San Diego or, yeah. or or New York last year. He does have a Jim Chung head sketch, but yeah. You know what? Don't don't you don't you think maybe preview night should be limited? To, like he should only take a certain amount of uh, names on preview night because not everybody goes to preview night. If he wants to make yeah. it fair, start the day well, of the every, con proper, right? Everybody has said and he was he, it's you know don't don't look the gift horse horse in the mouth. I mean he was horse. he was booked up for the entire weekend less than an hour after doors open. So that's nuts. That's man, nuts. I, man. It is. Do it, do it when, when, and how you can. So I, you know, I can't hold that against him. It was 125 for a head sketch too. A head sketch, eighty long. Oh, he's not that good. Yeah. Oh damn, he is. No. But oh, I like him. I really like his stuff. But 120 dollars for a head sketch. <laughs> you ask, no, um, in, who, who do you want? Who? Of you know, whenever you finally do get a sketch from him, who do you want it to be? 
Well, I, in this case, I did put my name. He he took my name on the list, even though I yeah. knew it wasn't going to happen. So, but yeah, I mean, but I may change my mind the next time I see him. Who knows? Yeah. And who did? Black who did you? Too, but it's just silly. Mm-hmm. I think the first time around you got squashed by your microphone because I didn't hear the first choice. Yeah, who did you want? Oh, Wolverine. Uh, oh, Wolverine. Okay, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, you know, honestly, he, you know, he he does come to Wizard World Chicago, and that's probably a little bit easier get for for a sketch, right? So maybe, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll, you know, I'll I'll see if I can see if I can help you out next week. But yeah, it's, yeah, uh, about the one thing the 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 preview night. Uh, mm-hmm. I I was amazed, and I think you guys were at how how busy it was, and I'm I'm kicking myself for not taking the opportunity opportunity to walk the the con floor. On Thursday night, yes. because yes. I spent I spent really all day Friday and all day Saturday basically in Artist Alley. I didn't leave Artist Alley except for you know really just you know a couple brief moments, and I never really saw the main show floor. Not really, mm. you know, not um, as much as I wanted to. I definitely took it in on Saturday, even though it was like most crowded day because I wasn't there on Sunday and I needed to get the boys souvenirs and stuff, and then I. Waiting in vain at the uh, image booth for a while. Uh, I did. We spent time at the top shelf booth, um, which was cool. Have you touched uh, base with Jeremy since then, Jason? Uh, no, no, okay. no. I mean, cause he he no no. But we'll he'll be in Chicago. Yeah, he'll be uh, a, yeah, yeah. That's that's. But I tell you, I, I you and I both just absolutely killed on our um, yes. uh, on our jam piece. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And I was amazed too in seeing the thread on our forum how popular the jam piece concept is getting. Yeah, uh, I saw a lot of people doing. Definitely, that. like uh, it's definitely becoming like the new thing, the new hotness. But uh, it was great. I mean, I got uh, I got uh, uh, fourteen of my twenty-four squares filled. So get out of here in one show. Yeah, yeah, very. Well, well, and so, if you don't mind me asking, what did the fourteen total cost you? Uh. F- Fifty dollars. Yeah, 50 yeah. <laughs> he does. Really? Are yeah. you just being facetious, or the no, whole? Seriously. Oh yeah. my god. That's that's funny. That's a businessman like, right I got, there. I got like twelve, but one of them, one of the twelve, <laughs> cost me fifty dollars. <laughs> so, who was that? Uh, I got a um. I, I've got I've got, Well, no, I've got I've got two. <laughs> yeah, the Azarello. That's yeah. Oh, I got a, I have a bad story about that. <laughs> that would cost him a knob job. <laughs> no, no. Fucking Azarillo heard the episode where I was kind of, um, I didn't give like a 100% glowing review of Wonder Woman. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were pretty down on that. I think he called him a hack. We're, we're editing it now? <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Um, uh, but in, no, it's so uh, funny. I got a, uh, uh, I've got two jam pieces going. I've got the the JLA one and then the Avengers one, and uh, I got a Ben Temple Smith uh, Batman, which is nice. beautiful. I absolutely love it. But yeah, that was the most expensive one that I, that I got at the show. Now, so to answer, your, I mean, Vince, yeah, I think of the fourteen, I think only four charged me anything. So that's awesome. You must that's just be like prettier than me, because uh, well, well, yeah. yeah. Well, I have to say, so the the, the most some leg. The the one I was most uh, probably the best story of I was least planning on, but it was credit to David is um, uh, David Lull, and he goes, "Hey, dude, why don't you?" Because I have an, one of I have two I had two going. I had an Alpha Flight cover and a, a Avengers cover roll call, and David goes, 
dude, why don't, why don't you see if Bob Layton will draw you an Iron Man? Awesome. And I was like, that is effing brilliant. So <laughs> so we go over and Steve Raker and I and David head over and there's Bob Layton sitting at his booth. Nobody's around him. So, uh, you know, we go up and the, David and, and Steve, you know, talked to him a little bit about Iron Man, you know, stuff. And then I said, hey, you know, Mr. Layton, would you be interested in, you know, uh, doing a, you know, a drawing on my on my event jam piece? And he's like, For I, I, I don't know what the hell is jam, jam piece. He goes, ah, <laughs> seller, not a buyer. You got that. What do you mean by that? And I was like, uh, so I pulled it out and showed it. He's like, oh, that. So he's like, so you want me to draw something in that little square right there, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, so he's like, kind of like looking at us and he's like, all right. So I'm like, all right, you know, thanks. And so he's sitting there drawing, and then like his assistant or whoever she was is sitting next to him, and she's like watching him do it. And then he even as he's like, oh, this is. She says something like, oh, you know how much? And he goes, oh, this is an art. You know, like he he was like totally like totally interested in doing it. Like he was like he he, I don't even I'm shocked that he actually did it because he seemed like completely. Like yeah. almost like appalled that he was putting his art on a page with so many other people's art. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! He was criticizing the other art. No, 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 no. no, no. He was like criticizing the concept, like as if it yeah. was like he was like dismissing the very nature of the of the exercise, which was. Oh. But I was like, yeah, fuck it, he's he's doing it. Wait, I mean, I got yeah. to be it was right. a it was a sweet Iron Man too. Yeah, and so then he handed it back to me. It was it was beautiful. It's beautiful. Bob Layton Iron Man. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't. Wait for them both. I can't wait for Chris and Jason to to, to scan in all. Yeah, I'll do that tonight before I go to. Yeah, I need I need to take pictures and and post them. I you know my Iron Man was probably my favorite um, that I got at the show. Someone else on our forum actually on on Sunday of the show got a Bob Layton Iron Man as well, and we didn't and he didn't do that. He he must have had the same idea. So yeah. Um, See my 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 reasoning. I mean, as when I was my my reasoning for for Jason to get the. uh, yeah, I mean, we figured it's Bob Layton. He could either do Iron Man or he could do Hercules on the on, on the Avengers piece. Um, everybody that 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 Jason asked to to do a, a square on it, they're fans of the characters. Well, everybody, but maybe Nathan Fox, but everybody, everybody's familiar <laughs> with the characters, and 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 everybody, you know, enjoyed doing it. But there wasn't anybody on on Jason's pages that is synonymous with any particular character. Right, so right. I figured, you know, well, fuck it, have have Bob Layton draw one of the characters he's yeah, like famous that's a great for. Idea. Yeah. So. That's a pretty ridiculous comment, though. What? That it's not art. I know. Oh, it's, she, yeah. She, she was keeping the, the handler or assistant, whatever you want to call it. She, she was keeping track of what he's done, you know, if he's doing full right, pages, right. he's doing head sketches or whatnot. So she's like, you know, how do we how do we categorize this? What am I charging him? And he's like, oh, it's not. Like, she didn't have to take a picture or scan that in because yeah. a, a regular. Yeah. I'm sure it was like, let's that. just go grab a couple slices of pizza outside with this, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, uh, speaking of, like, people that, that – um, that drew characters that they're not known for. Um, probably my favorite uh, creator to meet, um, and and the jam piece is a great way uh, to get a sketch from someone that's not going to take a ton of time, unless you're Kevin McGuire. And and <laughs> <laughs> he's got to hold the mirror up and make the faces in it. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Ramona Fraden, what oh. an absolute. Sweetheart. Guess guess who she did, Vince? Guess Wait, you got a Ramona? Yeah, I got a Ramona Fraden. You suck. You all did? Don't tell him, Chris. No, 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 no. J- just Chris on yeah, his, on his, on his JLA piece. Yeah, and I said, and I said, he got metamorpho. I said, any any Justice League member, it, it's totally up to you. 
Oh, you didn't get Metamorpho? No, Metamorpho. Oh, who'd you get? Yes. Yes, dude. Ramona. Um, you would assume Aquaman because she I was just gonna. Head. I was say Aquaman, but obviously that's not who she did. I was trying to second guess you. Who'd she do? Uh, David loved it because she did Hal. <laughs> and, and it is it is just this this awesome little Hal Jordan uh it's, little it's Hal. Pencil. she didn't have any didn't have any any ink with her so she's like is it okay if if it's just pencil I don't have any brushes or or pencil I'm like, no 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 that's Man. fine and then whenever it was done and it's this great Hal Jordan and she goes uh and I said you know you know Miss Fraden how much you know how much can I can I give you for your for your drawing and she's like oh I don't know what what are other people charging and, <laughs> I was like, I was like, is, does twenty bucks sound fair? She's like, oh, that's great. And uh, like, yeah. everyone's giving him free, Ramona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's no. I had to, I had to uh, had to pay her for that. She was she was so cool, and uh, it was cool talking with her about you know when when Ramona Fraden was was drawing comics, and and she had some original art there, and it was it was freaking amazing. Her some some Metamorpho cover. Yeah. That she had done back in the day, which you know, when when was she, you know, kind of at the at the height of her product productivity? When was like she? Silver, was she right? Silver, silver age, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. mid mid sixties. Well, she was talking, um, you know, about you know what it was like to work then, and and I asked her if she ever, you know, like worked in a bullpen. And she was like, oh heavens, no. She she worked at home, and you know, she was pretty unaware of any other women that were working in the industry it's like she um she told me that she met uh marie severin for the first that name was coming in up. like 1996 or something that's amazing wow yeah yeah wow which I was and, like, and you know it's it's really odd because when you when you compare the um, the the women that did work in comics with the males mm-hmm. they they hold up in every respect like marie severin and and ramona they can hold their own with anybody oh. Hell yeah. Oh, except, yeah. except Jack, but yeah, with anybody, you know? Yeah, Ramona, Ramona's stuff is fantastic. So oh, that, yeah. was, that was the one um, that I was just like, yeah, I've, I I really, really need to get a Ramona Fraden um, sketch. Yeah. So, and it was I'm envious. Fun. Yeah. You know, I had mentioned, mentioned Kevin McGuire, and I got one uh, from him, and that was, <laughs> it. well, you know, to be fair, he had several, um, several commissions in line. Yeah, yeah before mine and uh you know it's that was kind of the nice thing about these these jam sketches is that because they are small and and i don't even know if we have actually talked the concept it's basically ruling out an 11 by 17 page and putting you know anywhere from like you know 12 to 20 squares on a page and then artists pick a square and a character and fill it out but or or you can be creative like jason yeah, and Jason, I'll let Jason describe his, but but Kevin McGuire did an awesome Blue Beetle um, head he on mine. But you know his his con sketches are really super tight. They're finished pencils. They're not they're not like real quick sketches. They're they're actually instead of inked, they're they're finished pencil um, commissions, and uh, and it looks great. Yeah, yeah, and but I I don't know if it'll, if it's possible i don't know if it'll ever happen but my suggestion to chris was that since mcguire penciled blue beetle that he should find out if joe rubenstein will ever be at any conventions and and just have him make make this yeah that's awesome that's that freaky. would be great yeah. that would be fantastic that's true so yeah i mean i uh, i i mean i got 
and peace. I'd seen a few, but Chris was when I saw Chris's. What was that? At I guess C two E two, right? Chris was that the, the uh, first thought? Yeah, I think you and, so. You and Chris Campbell, and Chris Campbell has like. Yes. Yeah, actually, Chris does. gave me the idea okay, at, yeah. at C2E2, and then I started mine after that. Okay, yeah, so I was like, that's a great idea. So then um, I mocked up, I actually had three, but I only ended up using two at the con because I figured it'd be cooler to get as much off the two. But I did uh, three faux uh, Marvel um, covers. So I have an Alpha Flight X Men cover. And uh, and then that and with like uh, twelve like like as if it's like a roll call for each of them. Um, so on the Avengers, I got a Rebecca Isaac's Miss Marvel. Mahmoud drew me a unbelievably Slamming. badass. It was so good. Uh, yeah, ridiculous. Tim Seeley did me a kick-ass Wasp. Um, yeah. Te- Teo Scalera, who I had gotten a full. He hooked me up with oh, a sweet ass vision. You cut you you cut out there, dude. What did he do? Oh, for I you? did. Damn, what yeah. the f? Yeah, he he did he did a full what? I said uh, he Teo did a a full domino for me at uh, at C two E two. So I went back to him and he did a vision for me. Mm-hmm. Nice, Brent. Oh, Schoon- that was great. It was yeah. so pretty. Uh, Schoonover did a uh, blue beast for me. Uh, Layton did the Iron Man. Um, uh, Nathan Fox did me a World War Two gas mask Captain America. Uh, it was kind of funny because Nathan didn't know who the Avengers were. He was like, "Do you mind if I ask who the Avengers are?" So, <laughs> <laughs> the only one he knew. Was there. It's great. Um, and then on the Alpha Flight, uh, Fowler did me a puck, which is great. Right, having the tallest Canadian I know draw, Canadian I know. Um, <laughs> Kari Randolph did uh, Aurora. Uh, State redonkulously cool Marina. Yep. Which uh, Vince would plots over, I think. Um, I Matt Kent did Snowbird. Uh, full color, which is awesome. Uh, Gabriel did uh, uh, Walter Lankowski, uh, Sasquatch, fantastic. Um, Norton did Box, and uh, <laughs> and and then, then Rasan Ekadal did uh, Talisman. So oh, great! Yeah. I love that one. Yeah, yeah, I know that was one of the better experiences of the con too. Uh, I thought was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. David and I went up to to just introduce ourselves to Rasan because we we both loved Echoes. And uh, and it ended, we ended up sitting there chatting with him and his, his fiance. Which do you remember her name, uh, David? I, I can't. I don't remember her uh, name. Uh, no, oh, Jesus! It wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't Stella. Was it Isabel? What the, oh, I don't crap. remember. Apologies to her for that. Yeah, but, seriously. But they're they're uh, they're newly engaged, and we ended up the two of us and, and Tiki ended up for probably like a good thirty forty five minutes about how how he proposed, what they're doing for their their uh their hey, didn't didn't you say they were like you know one of the prettiest couples in comics? Yes. Definitely good looking yeah. couple. Uh yeah. <laughs> Next uh, to me and David. Typical, yeah. Not your typical uh comic book couple by any stretch. But uh but it was terrific. So uh the whole time he was drawing uh my uh my my jam piece thing we just sat and chatted about like uh you know their whole how they met and how we all met with our wives and stuff. It was it was really really nice. So you don't get that? On online. Well, sometimes Shannon, you do, Shannon, but for sorry. the most part, there you go. See? That's right. Yeah. There you go. I like that name. Yeah, it's, so. it, yeah it's, it's fitting. It's uh, the um, the 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 Mateo one. The the story's not as good as meeting Rasan and his fiance, but just the whole process of while wow, Jason was getting that commission <laughs> was hilarious because he he had to bump materials not only from Eric Kennedy who was who was his, his table mate next to him. <laughs> But uh, then Jason had to run across the aisle and get something from Chris Burnham, so <laughs> yeah. Matteo could finish the piece. But I mean, it was just it was it was there was some comedy of errors going on there. But I mean, he was a great guy while he was doing the piece. Yeah, uh, 
it was it was just amazing watching them work because I was pretty much side by side with, with with Jason the whole weekend, and it was it was just I mean, watching how how they how they attack it and and who they decide to work on and what box they're they're going to work in because not not everybody you know you don't have to go. Jason said, "Pick which wherever you want to draw. You can. I mean, some some of them were started to go across the top, and then the Avengers one started all over the place. But um, it was uh, it seriously just just watching everybody work and meeting them and and him and them talking while um while they're doing it. And like Jason said, with with the three of us talking to 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 Rasan and Shannon about how how they met and their plans and things like that, and how they're not going to be at C two E two since it's in April, and that's when their wedding is." Um, it's, uh, it was just, it's, it's an idea that, uh, that I'm probably going to bum off of Chris and Chris and Jason in the near future. Yeah. And, it's, and it's then fun. no one got a Capullo? Well, okay. Well, that's, uh, so that's, a, yeah, dude, go ahead. Yeah. Capullo, Capullo was far and away the, the blow up artist at this show. The so line, the yeah. Yeah, he was the rock star of the show. Well, it was ridiculous. We, we, we figure Eisner's going to peg him for the best new penciler of the year next year. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a young gun, you know? Yeah, exactly. As his, it should his, be. His Vincent. line, oh, seriously, it was, like, it was like he's a 20-year overnight sensation. I yeah, mean, for real. Every day he had lines. The only, the only creator, I think, who had a line that rivaled his because of the short time he was going to be there was Walt Simonson Saturday afternoon. Yeah, and, and and maybe J. Scott Campbell too, but yes, okay. Uh, but Capullo's but, line was it was consistent like the entire yeah, weekend. Yeah, at yeah. one point, like on early on uh, on Friday, it was awesome. Where we're kind of standing near Capullo's table, and all of a sudden we realized that because like the line had to be it was sort of like they had because uh, the way he was set up on the corner, they had uh, a handler kind of keeping people maybe ten fifteen feet away before it was their turn to go up to the so it wouldn't mess up traffic flow. Keep the aisle open. So, yeah. Very yeah. smart. But they were waiting, and there, and, and, and there was a lull, and then I, we all realized what the lull was. Like, what the hell? Yeah. He's there chatting to somebody. It was McFarland. <laughs> Whoa! So like, I didn't even start so, at the time. Like, sitting there chatting it up. Everyone was just, like, waiting in line for an hour. We were, like, we were standing right next to him because we weren't really in line. We were just like, oh, snap. We're like, it's McFarland it's right there. It's hot. Dude, I would have died. Seriously. Like, no. I would have died. Not, not make you feel bad because I mean, we re- of course we really did miss you, but this con of all the cons for you to miss, dude, it was image '90s dominated, man. Like, yeah. oh, man. rock star McFarlane was up in there. Uh, my boy Lackfeld was up I in there. Wait it, it, story. Uh, Larson was up in there. I mean, uh, Wills had a table. It was it was so yeah. heavy. Know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Extreme made their comeback. It was just it was so. Image centric, of course. You know Kirkman's there too. He's not the he has more the new image, but but it was uh just such an image. It was great, man. It was great to see all these guys really back at their peak. Um, and one of the coolest things I thought about this that like all of our like pretty much a lot of us got to really spend like legitimate moments with some of our favorite creators. Like oh yeah, Chris got to chat with Rucka for a while, very like with no no rush. He just they knew when they got to chat, and you know we got, I got to meet Rucka and stuff, and he's a totally laid back guy. And they you guys chatted for probably. 20 minutes uh david got to sit there chance to just go ahead and chat for a while with matt wagner how awesome is that Yay. um i got to meet rob <laughs> awesome oh my god uh, ron that was, got to that, out was, that was the highlight of the show for me was seeing you nerd <laughs> out and how awesome hey whatever whatever i've ever said about about rob leefield on, on the show as as an artist not being crazy about his work anymore he was so good to you and oh, so dude. gracious with all of the people yeah. I saw at his table. Yeah. The, 
he was cla- total class act. All right, maybe now you won't groan whenever we bring up his name in the future. <laughs> just don't, just don't, just don't compare him to Kirby anymore. You know? I, I, did you know what that was like? It, this, it's true. That's what I was nervous truth. about. Like, um, when you went up to to get your 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 uh, your Beamish tattoo, you know, mm-hmm. or the drawing, you know, there's that moment before you go up and meet him where you're thinking like, if he's a jag off, what if what if it's not All a right. good experience, right? So you know, I mean, I had exchanged messages with Rob about he's going to be. He looks forward to see. But you know, there's still that 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 moment where you're thinking like, oh man, this is going to be such a bummer if I go up to, him and he either doesn't know me or he's just like, oh hi, good to see you. Shrugs it off, yeah. Rush off. <laughs> so the first time I had the chance to go up and talk to him, I was actually like hovering by his table, and I kind of <laughs> kicked back. like I don't know, like I, this is gonna, you know, he looked like he was packing up, and then he left, and we're like, ah, and he didn't come back through. So that was that Thursday, David, or Friday? Uh, that was Friday. That was Friday. Because okay, yeah. he was talking to the dude who he, he was talking to, I guess, an up and comer or somebody who who was talking to him about inking. Asked him if he had his tools right. with him, what his page rate was. And then he says, and then the other person who was paying him, Rob said, come back tomorrow at three. So that was Saturday. Right. right. So I kind of pussied out to be honest with you. I was like, ah, oh, you know, I just don't, I don't want it to go badly. And he seemed like he's in a rush. It wasn't the time. So. <laughs> We we were just meandering on Saturday around maybe twelve thirty one o'clock. Table and the cool thing was is is he had a line, but it wasn't again like some crazy line where you had like oh I don't have to wait in there. It's like you know I don't I don't want to wait in line like I'm just saying hi to him anyway right like well I didn't you know, I didn't have anything from the side I didn't have anything I didn't want to draw or anything. We kind of walk up to the other side like the line was coming from the left side and, and I walk we walk to the right side and finally just you know it was like. Hey Rob, uh, you know Jason Wood, and it was like the best. A light bulb went off. Made he he looked at it and he's like, "Oh man!" He gets up from the table, <laughs> shakes my hand, gives me a bro hug. <laughs> sitting there, like the he holds up the line. We're chat, yay! Chat my kids football. It was awesome. So then, like David and Chris, you know, I'm like, "Can you guys get get our picture?" So so we. A picture, and then Rob hands them his camera to get a picture yeah. of us. Yeah. Oh, I, that's I, nice. I, I awesome. And, Rob's phone is great. And then it just the hits kept coming because then after that, it's like the comic book Make a Wish Foundation. It really was. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> fantasy camp. Later on, later thing, we're at dinner, and I'm looking at Twitter, and Rob tweets, "Got to meet. God finally got to meet Jason Wood today. Posted a picture." Oh my of God. Twitter. I was so wrong. <laughs> Watching, dude, I couldn't handle my life. It was awesome. <laughs> and then when he was like, twelve, tapping the con Monday, he was like, he was like, highlights of the con meeting, and he had like four people, and I was one of them. I was like, that is the best thing ever, dude. Ever. See, your instincts proved correct. Such a cool dude. It was so much fun. It made the con. I could have had nothing else. I had no art. I could, but that, that, that. Having that moment live up to the expectations, you know, and it's, it was so much fun. It was, it was really. Dude, a that's a, it's a twenty-year dream, right? Absolutely. I've never, yeah. felt, I've, ne- I've never had a chance to meet him in person before. So yeah. yeah. There you go. I yeah, wish I could have been the there. The only thing that was disappointing is that he had this amazing double-page spread piece of art uh, that, that should have been priced out probably several thousand dollars, yeah. and and I I don't know if that was like. 
if he was quoting you like the price or the price that he would sell it to you, uh, but he made it just just expensive enough that your wife would have killed you, but just yeah. cheap enough that it was within the realm of possibility that yeah. you should if get it. Vince, how much would you say a double page uh, X Force uh, spread would be from Life? It was it was a commission, but it was the entire X Force team, cable front yeah, and center, huge, with the entire double page, double page, double page. Yeah, yeah, um, twenty two hundred. That's wow, that's, I, that's I was figuring three, four grand. It was a, it was a straight grand, and uh, and I you know I was I didn't end up buying it. But I have to tell you, he didn't take credit cards. If he yeah. took credit cards, I probably would have found a way to have talked my way out of the doghouse. To have done it. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. it was be it was, yeah it was it was very cool. It was yeah nice yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Um, oh, and Matt I, Wagner, by the way, because mm-hmm. I had never met him either. I admit, first of all, I'm. I didn't realize Matt Wagner. Like I didn't realize until I met him that Mage was like kind of autobiographical, or at least visually. I didn't have any idea. Hell yeah! Especially but uh, he's yeah. a big dude. I mean, he could hurt somebody. <laughs> I mean, he's a tough guy. He's, he's, he's a well, he's a well, yeah. well, well put together lad. Yeah, yes. he, yeah. Ke- yeah. Kevin Matchstick is is Matt Wagner. Yeah. How old yeah. is Matt Wagner? In his like late forties, maybe or Matt, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah, he's so. he's got to be he's got to be getting close because it was. Yeah, it was it was early. He had to be in his early twenties when. Oh God, when, I'm, uh, I'm getting first page I'm, was coming out. So yeah, I'm getting close to forty, and I remember reading Mage in middle school. So. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't the episode to do it, but David, I'll have you know that uh, I read the entirety of uh, the Hero Discover. Oh, what'd you think? Oh, it was terrific. It was uh, it was overdue, but uh, you know I, we could dive into it. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking, uh, hey, so, I knew- Go ahead. Did so? Did he give you funny looks uh, when you were twisting your nipples while you were talking to him? No, 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 no. <laughs> but, I, I was very calm, cool, and collected, and I did not bring up Mage. He brought up Mage three first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you were just like, oh, since you since you brought it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. I, I told Chris. I said, see, he brought it up first. Mm-hmm. He was because um, uh, Jason and I were over at. Gabe Hartman's Gabriel yeah. Hartman's day, and we finally met his wife Karina. Um, Who is amazing, by the way. Shout out to Karina. Fantastic. Speaking of speaking of fantastic couples in in mm-hmm. in, in comics, but uh, so so Jason and, great and I couples. Yes, that is they, true too. Yeah. Uh, so we're at that table, and I look over and I see Jason coming towards our table, coming towards Gabriel's table with Matt Wagner next to him, and no, I'm like, "What, Jason? What you mean, Chris?" Thank you, thank you, Chris. I'm sorry. Yes, I was like, I I bumped into him and I was chatting with him and I was stalling and I was like looking around for you and I was like, oh, oh, if 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 he leaves and I tell, I will never be able to tell. Yeah, and then I saw you over there. I was like, I was like, Matt, would you mind coming over here? I want to introduce you to uh, to a friend of mine. And and then uh, and then I just kind of let him fall into your loving embrace. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. And and you're right because it was. I did say it was Jason and I at Gabriel's table, so yes, Chris did bring him over, and uh, it was it was weird because I didn't expect him to be there, but he's uh, he's doing work for Legendary since Bob Shrek is is running things over there. Um, he'll have a book coming out where it looks like he'll be co-owner of because obviously the thing behind Legendary is the whole movie deal. So so Matt figures if if he's working on a character that will that is the basis of a a movie franchise he wants a piece of it smart enough so um oh, we're yeah. talking about that and uh so so legendary brought him out for the convention but uh you know he was we were talking about the demon miniseries that he did because i did not know he he told me this that his uh that miniseries that he did with art nichols 
is um, it, the, the basis of it or, or it his story uh, stems from uh, two stories that Michael Golden did, I believe, in Detective Backups. So he's been telling DC, you can, you, you can. That would be Batman Family, right? Yeah, oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, he might have said Detective, but I think you're right. Um, so he he was saying, you know, he's been telling DC, you can package it in a collection, his miniseries with those two Michael Golden books. But I mean, I think that's like really the only thing he's ever done for DC that hasn't been collected yet. Yeah. Uh, mm. So so we talked about that. I told him, you know, I I, I really enjoyed that because it was just it it looked different because of of he was inked well he inked himself initially on mage but then he was he was joined by sam keith and, and rich rankin on on grendel backup so i mean you know we were just talking about things like that he's um he's still out west in in portland um you know the kids are all out and and away at school or moved out of the house so it's just him and his wife now so we were just it was basically just it, it was like a chris conversation with with, with rucker it was just like you know just just catching up on family shit you know nothing really related to do with with comics but uh super yeah. nice guy oh yeah. seriously. Wa- wagner <laughs> wagner is a is a super super nice guy hey yeah. I, I did I, go ahead i was just say uh, did i ever tell you david my matt wagner story no i don't think so i met him about ooh 25 years ago at a uh well i've met him since but the first time um he he had his wife with him which must have maybe they were newlyweds or just married uh, within a couple of years and she was hot dude she's blonde mm-hmm. yeah. really pretty and uh, well, so he's her, sitting you there know where her sister is who her sister's Diana Schultz. Oh, okay. That's that. There that you go. That's why the the sisters in the second Mage book are his his sisters in law, and Bob ah. Shrek is the big ogre. So so that's you know that's that's uh, so he's he's married into the family. That's probably why he was able to to get the get Grendel moved over to Dark Horse when they were. Oh, cool. So he's sitting there. This is at the Pentacle, the Pennsylvania Hotel in New York. He's sitting there, and he wasn't. Oh, he wasn't, wouldn't you know it? You're starting to crack up a little bit. Go ahead. Um, I, well, I can talk about one of um, my favorite couples in comics. Go ahead. Um, got to uh, got to see Ryan Dunleavy and Fred Van Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> this nice, is true. Done. Oh, God. Uh, and uh, right, and don't no, they are not a couple, folks. I'm not starting. Uh, rumors. Uh, Ryan did one of my favorite Avengers sketches um, for the week. I had to twist his arm uh, to make him take money for it, but uh, he, uh, we we're kind of the, the jam piece is getting full, and he's like, "Oh, who do we have left?" And we kind of started thinking of of different Avengers. He's like, "No, no, no, no," and then we came up with Mantis. So he did an awesome yeah. Mantis sketch for me. Yes. Um, but uh, uh, I think uh, the. The last issue of comic book comics was. Did they have proofs of it there? Was yeah, it? They had, yeah, it was. It was like a bound paper mm-hmm. copy, but yeah. And so, we uh, mm-hmm. votes. Uh, Fred asked our opinions as to what the collected version of it should be titled. Uh, whether comic book comic or the what history, was the other? The history of comic books or comic book yeah, history? the history of comic books comics or something. But we went. We all voted for the former. Oh, dude, you're all crackly. You can't say it. You can't vote for shit. Yeah, so, I mean, they're they're doing well. And um, uh, another 11 o'clock uh, comics favorite that, that I finally got to meet for, for, you know, more than, like, 10 seconds. Um, got, to, uh, got to spend some time with, uh, with Andy Lanning. And what a, 
what a sweetheart of a guy he is. Absolutely. And uh, he did uh, a little joke at the uh, the the bottom right hand corner of my Avengers jam piece. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is, uh, I love it. Uh, and Andy Lanning, for people that that you know aren't aren't aware, he's also a very talented artist. Uh, has been a, a really gifted inker in the industry for a long time, and is now you know writing with with Dan Abnett a lot. You know, Dan mostly in Guardians of the Galaxy, that kind of stuff. And so he did this awesome Rocket Raccoon and Groot at the bottom of my Avengers uh, jam, and with a little uh, word balloon that says, uh, "I think we took a wrong a wrong turn, Groot." And uh, it's, so it is, it's, it's fantastic. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, so maybe shout outs, you guys? Uh, you want to do some shout outs? Oh, wait, am, am I good? You're, You're good. good. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, That's... two things. Number one, I think they should. No, the, the Fred Van Lente, Ryan Dunlavey. Why not call it Comic Book Comics Book? It's not bad. I mean, he's not, not bad. bad. That's not bad. Dude. Well, that wasn't one of the options we were given. Well, that's. Bad. I would have told him you're wrong. You All should right. call it this. And number two, <laughs> number two. Uh, so Wagner's sitting there, and he's not. He's not. It was nowhere near as husky as he is now. Right. And his wife is there, and she said, "Oh, honey, I'm going to go to lunch, or I'm going to go get something to eat, or something like that." And she turns around and she bends over, and I'm talking to him. So she bends over back, and her ass is facing me. Bends <laughs> over, and I'm just staring. You put an ass in my view, and I'm going to look at it, right? <laughs> so I'm staring at her ass, and and he's talking to me, and uh, he's still talking. And all of a sudden, he goes, uh, "Excuse me," and, and I had to, oh, yeah, and I had to turn and look at. It. I was like, "Sorry." <laughs> Oh, nice. How was it? Was it? So it was nice, dude. It was nice, tight, nice. you know, if, if muscular. You do, if, if you do want to see a young Matt, um, Chris Pitzer has has posted in on yes uh, on at least one thread where uh, where he is standing next to Matt because he's bought some Matt Wagner original art. So mm-hmm. uh, there is a young, slender Matt Wagner. He was fairly slender, somewhere. yeah, yeah, and he had a lot more hair than he does now. He did have a lot yeah, more hair. Yeah, we jokes about that mage. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, but as as I said, you know, as far as when when I was talking to him and comparing it to when you know when when Chris talks to someone like Rucka, I don't think I don't think X Force or Hawk and Dove or Infinite or anything came up during Jason's conversation with Rob. It was all about yeah, basketball, true. football. It was just it, it, family it, it stuff. Was like, yeah, yeah, just, at the market. Yeah, it was all just shit. You know, as if you were kicking back on a Sunday having a beer. That's cool. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Um, absolutely, yeah. That was I was going to make that same comment that when we all talked to our guys, it was very much like just conversation, not yep. just, uh, you know. Um, and and another, I, I, as as the, as great as Saturday was with with meeting Rob and and because um, I had to make sure I got in there and shake his hand and and the same thing with Leighton when whenever whenever Jason was getting something done by someone or talking to someone, he was either introducing me as as his co-host on the show or you know I got to just to say thank you. I know I know Jason said thank you to. Uh, to one writer who who he's read for many many years, but uh, ever since Jeremy Hahn has uh, has done that Grendel sketch in in my sketchbook, and my first tattoo is based on that, I've kind of introduced my not not introduced, but I've I've you know said hi to Jeremy and 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 it was this look like yeah he, he remembered me, but Saturday night Saturday night Friday night when when Chris and I and Steve and Tiki went across the street from idle hands and we went across the street to Croxley Ale. Jeremy mm-hmm. Friday night. In, Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. Yep. Jer- Jeremy came in to um 
to use the, the to use the head. And as he's walking by, he sees Chris, goes over, gives him a hug, shakes his hand, and then he grabs my shoulder and says, "This guy, I'm part of this guy." And then he wanders <laughs> over into the bathroom, and I'm like, "The dude, I didn't say boo to him." And he remembered <laughs> that I have that I have his art on my arm. I was like, "All right, so, so that that's cool." Because I yeah. nobody no nobody you know I don't think anybody knows me so i just i just i always shrug it off but i mean you know you're king dap dude i think you yeah. underestimate yourself but anyway uh and did you did you show wagner the tattoo i, I was, uh-huh. yeah, nice. I was going to say which was before when uh is the thing i was most fascinating about the encounter was that uh wagner like he it almost like like not even he was just like yeah and he started telling a story about a guy that had like his Tattooed, so clearly I, th- I think I think Matt Wagner has uh, seen yeah. a lot of yeah. Grendel tattoos over Seriously. the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was it was it was I didn't open with it. It was definitely towards the end of the conversation because it was <laughs> yeah. like, it's like wasn't, my, wasn't my lead in? <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't. Hi, I'll be your stalker today. <laughs> so it was just I because he mentioned that um, that he had uh, that there was like some big biker dude who who's like I got to show you something and Matt's like you really don't and he goes no and he and he takes his shirt off <laughs> and he shows Wagner his back and from from shoulder to shoulder the back of his neck down to the crack of his ass it's like a fully painted Grendel piece and, and wow he was yeah, just like so, so, so Matt's head. like you know what you get a free sketch and it was just like it was it was <laughs> and and so you know and then I says and and I I think Chris might have mentioned that uh, that that I have a Grendel tattoo and I was yeah. like oh yeah it's based on a Jeremy Horn piece so yeah so I rolled up my sleeve to show him but um you know and then I think that that's about when he was like yeah I, I gotta go back to legendary now so but uh no, I think my like, mom's was, calling me yeah it's like I, I gotta go but no I mean it was it, it it was great meeting him but I mean as far as shout outs shit I, I, where do we start well, well first of all we gotta start with our roommates I think which is yes free tiki Tim Rockrich and Steve Raker because uh I mean they you know there are there are go-to guys obviously they were roomies last year too great roomies and the five of us were very very snug in our room yeah <laughs> yes. oh my god yeah a cozy room let's put it that way Vince, do you my, remember my, the, my uh, room, room which i don't think is really big a lot bigger than our hotel room vince you remember the milford plaza i sure do do you remember the first room at the milford plaza before we got switched to the to the <laughs> a bit less small but yeah the one where matt was all sweaty and decked out in the bed because he was sick yeah. Our room was like yeah oh boy it was tight That's so shout out to them. now we didn't have we didn't have our uh it seems like every con we we make some new homies that end up being boys for life we we didn't have chris <laughs> campbell this time because he was uh waiting for his wife to have a, a baby we didn't uh we didn't have sal because he didn't make the trip but we did add a new person to the posse it's although good. it'll be up to him if he wants to travel 30 hours again to hang out with us to the next con but he's more than one he, he's, uh, he's he's our he's our lookout Oh yes, he is. He is the dude who, because if, if if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't have found Jason Saturday morning. Nice. I'm at Roland Pierce. Oh yeah. He, yeah. So so he uh he met up with us. Uh, well, he introduced actually him on Thursday at the yes. at the pre-stars, and but we didn't really like hang out after that. We just he just came up and said you know he listened to the show and he was. But then uh, at the iFanboy party on Friday night. He he came early too, and, and we ended up talking, and then he ended up having us for the rest Dude, of the week. He walked. He walked from his hotel to there. That's amazing! Wow. Yeah. But uh, it was really long legs, though. Yeah. Yeah. He's from yeah. Perth, Australia. Twenty-six years old. Had never been really outside of his his like area. Not even like in other parts of Australia. And just he's single, makes a decent living, loves comics, and decided it's time for an adventure. So he freaking he came. What is it? Two weeks or a week and a half or something? Two weeks. Yeah, someone. Yeah. Like yeah. 
So he freaking came out to the U.S. to for his first ever to. Wow. to and, Hell, uh, went to a Monday night football game, I think. Yep. 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 Spends time in D.C. He's flying home right now. His flight yeah. was at uh, quarter yep. to seven tonight. And he's, yeah. he's what, I think six eight, six nine. Is that right? He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Boy, is a tall drink of water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but wow. super cool guy. Uh, yeah. You know, hung out with us the rest of the weekend, you know, and uh, it was terrific. He's a really great guy, and uh, so shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, if I ever get to meet him, I shall call him the Headless Thompson Gunner. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> He uh, he said he's uh, he's already he's already trying to crunch the numbers and see if he can make a uh, Chicago trip in April. Purely to meet Vince. Oh yes. really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He will be severely underwhelmed. It's true. We told. Uh. I know. <laughs> uh, Vince, you'll appreciate uh, Kagan McLeod. Mm. Yes. Oh my God, he's so cool. He's very cool. Of course and, he uh, is. I bought cool. myself a, a Infinite Kung Fu page, bitch. <laughs> it's really not. Suck. Which one? <laughs> Well, it's uh, it's it's um, it's one where um, uh, oh god, what's what's the guy with the afro's name? Oh Jesus! Yeah, I know. I can't think of it right. I can second. never. Yeah, okay, but uh, it's where he's talking to his master, and then you hear the, and then out from behind the rock face comes the the robotic legged uh, Buddha head. <gasps> nice. Yeah, cool. Real it's a cool. nice page. Super, super cool dude. He, uh, we were, we were talking to him over the top shelf booth, you know, just, just, just chatting him up. And, uh, and art war, I was like, I don't suppose you're selling artwork today, or And he was like, oh, he's like, I actually got my pages under here. So he pulls them out. And uh, it was cool to see drawing this book for a long time, right? I mean, on the, you know, he, and it was, it was awesome because it was the same price, but they were all in like different types of paper, different sizes, because he just has been doing it for so long that he basically's drawn on whatever he had available. So you know, some were traditional like you know Blick artboard, but some were just plain white paper, you know, smaller size, like the very pretty thin. Some were you know pretty thick. Some were like almost like poster board, like wow. on the yeah. comic whenever, like because he's always had to try and make the weekly, you know, whatever his deadline is, and he's yeah, what, whatever whatever he had handy, right, whatever yeah. he had handy, he drew. So um. So yeah, it was uh, a really cool guy. And uh, how did Chris see the book was doing? Uh, uh, well, yeah, he said it was doing well. Egan said it's doing well. I mean, yeah. I you know, um, so uh, but when yeah, I missed, I, I mistook him for for one of the marketing guys, and I'm sitting did, there talking yeah, about infinite comfort. I, uh, okay, truth be told, that was the end of the day on yes, Saturday, you're right, and you're we right. had. We had left. Uh, we, I had left with a couple other people for a couple hours and went and had a few beers. So I was a little drunk. Yeah, and, uh, a, and you know, it's not a con unless you have an, an inappropriate conversation with someone. True. Right? Oh, there were other inappropriate conversations. <laughs> uh, at the Top Shelf booth, we also got to hang out with Jeff Lemire for a while. Yeah. And, hey, uh, never saw him. He's doing great. Never saw him. He uh, he wants to come no. on the show. He actually he wants to have uh, he wants hit, he wants uh, Jeff wants to have Scott's together in chat which i was like well we ain't gonna send out that he wants so, who he wants scott, scott schneider and oh shit oh, yes. so yeah. um also i not only did we see jeff at top shelf but he hooked he didn't because he is actually being repped now by paolo at cadence oh. and i was over at cadence and one of the pages i bought was a rafael albuquerque american vampire page oh. and over at the time and just casually walks up he's like Hey man, he's like, that's a very vampire page. He's like, you want me to go, go over and introduce you to Scott so we can sign it? So I said, hey, <laughs> sure, okay. So he just walked me over to Scott and introduced me, and we chatted for a bit. And then he signed the page too. So it was uh, nice of him to do. Um, obviously, we talked to Chris Staros at Top Shelf for a bit. Um, you know, dude, you know who I met? 
I was when I was over talking to Kagan, standing right next to him, but I never realized it until I I left the table. Oh yeah. Yes, Fink, Vince. Oh really? Oh, I know. I'm bummed that I and she wasn't back. She was not at the table when I went back. So. I would have been awesome to give her some love, but uh, yeah, literally, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> David alluded uh, to it earlier. I, uh, I, I, in all my years of con going, I, I have seen him. I've never chatted with Chris Claremont before, so it was another one of those things. I'm walking past that island alley, and he's, uh, he was sitting at his table completely by himself. So wow. I didn't have anything to him and shook his hand and introduced myself and said I'm sure I'm not alone in telling you this but uh, you know your you know your X-Men run was formative I mean the comics fan that I still am today and just wanted to say thanks for 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 that cuz without it probably I wouldn't be the fan I am today and, and that was it but I just you know I had a chance to at least thank the guy who's you know certainly was one of the first writers I ever really cared about so sure and then he responded in a 27 minute soliloquy <laughs> Oh, he was very pleasant. I, I I did I did that same thing to Kevin McGuire uh, because I wanted to. I, we saw Kev, I saw Kevin McGuire, shook his hand, thanked him for, for for the work he did, and then that's when we saw Chris. And well, again, but later in that day, that, that that's when we bumped into Chris and I and and because Chris was looking for McGuire to do a piece in the Jam piece, yeah. So um, that's where I told him where he was, and uh, and and then he proceeded to go over there because we actually we. We all kind of wandered around a bit, but we ended up, we kind of usually met around Mahmoud's table. Of course, as yeah. usual, just nothing but, but a gem, just, just, yeah. just the greatest guy. Um, and, uh, and it was, um, and then that's when I told Chris where Kevin is. When we were talking to Matt Kent, he was talking about the, the new book he's got coming out and ongoing from, uh, from a publisher that you really wouldn't expect him to do a book true. by. Um, and I don't we know. Don't, was it announced? Is it something no, I don't say? think so. so okay. we don't, All right. We don't, so we yeah. don't want to yeah. say it. Well, did uh, did Mahmoud have a new sketchbook thing? No. Same did one he had in C2E2, which I think I still have your copy of, Vince, because he gave it to me in C2E2. First of all, con- congratulations to Mahmoud. He and his and it was so fun to see how excited you know he was because, you know, first-time parents um, about it. And he's actually moving. He's moving to Austria from yeah. Turkey. Yes. So because um, he wants to raise his, his family in, in Europe. He's and he's, he's half Austrian, which I yeah I, yeah yeah. Um, sitting next to him as usual was his buddy uh, SNR, which we uh, we actually yes, saw him at the con. Then we actually saw him. We went to Virgil's again, Vince. You know Virgil TV mm-hmm. place. And uh, sitting next at the next table was the older eye. Uh, it was uh, DC Kroll and uh, a couple other uh, DC. Guys. I did. I had no Holy idea that Sterling Gates was sitting at that table. Yeah, and Gates was there. Yeah. Was Freddie Williams there? No, no, he's not at the but con. See, I do. I, I, I wanna, I, I wanna thank. See, this is, this is the difference between. This is what I think that just, and I'm, if I'm wrong, so be it. Because I, I kind of feel bad for for Jason missing his moment. But Friday when we left the con to, um, to go to the bank because the ATM limit at the con floors is fucking ridiculous. But uh, what is it? What was the two hundred bucks? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so we left to, to, to find an ATM and to get something decent to eat that, that wasn't going to cost an arm and a leg. Um, so as we're leaving the Starlight Diner, we see, um, we see Dan DeDio having lunch with one of the Kubert brothers. <laughs> and, and, and so Jason's like, dude, that's Dan DeDio. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, should I, should I go over and say thanks for OMAC? I go, I don't know, dude. I mean, he's having lunch. It's like the only time of the con. I mean, at the con, he's going to be surrounded by everybody. That, that's his moment. He knows he's always on. Here he's having lunch. He's just chilling. He's got a few moments. I figure, you know, fuck it. I, I say, just let him be. So, so, so enter the asshole. Like, 
Yeah. So, so then, so as we walk so out, oh, that would be Chris, right? Jason like, David talks to you, so he and I walk out, right? And we're we're standing outside waiting for the rest of our crew. And and literally the next second, who do you see go up and go hand but Chris? He's like, yeah. He's like now, oh, now, he's okay, like, oh, now, Mac is fucking awesome. And then, and, and, and so I, I was really, I was really proud of Chris and Jason that 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 Saturday night at Virgil's, no one ran over to Yildirim and said, "Dude, love your work, man." It was just, you know what? Just let the fucker dude eat, man. That that's well, that's now, now, okay. To be fair, it's the <laughs> Dio and and one of the Cuberts. I could never tell them apart. Um, they were they were sitting like uh, in a booth right by the stairs, which lead down to the bathroom. I was coming up from the bathroom, yeah. and 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 David was like meeting me. He's like, "Oh, Dan Didio's right over there." I'm, and like right no, there. No, Tim, 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 Tim. Oh, Tim did. Okay, yeah. and literally, like as I'm walking, didn't break stride. I just I just looked over him and said, "Omac freaking rocks," and he's like, "Oh, thank you," and 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 I just kept walking. So yeah, it's not like I pulled up a chair and said, "Hey, what are you?" <laughs> And, and you know what? He's probably not used to praise. <laughs> no, really. In, in, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. They, they weren't all magical creator and fan moments this this weekend. They weren't all seamless. Mm. Uh, I uh, so I shout, uh, shout out to Ron and Josh and Connor for the uh, fanboy party. It was a lot great, of fun. Great party. Uh, actually, I was well three in the morning. We closed it out. Um, it was great. It was it, when we first got there. It, it was it was a little bit apprehensive because we get there, it's super loud. It's in a like a, a bar, and um, Ron and and Jamie McKelvey were taking turns DJing, and it was really loud and really crowded. And like, and other than us that walked in together, I didn't know anybody. So at first, I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, this isn't. But those things were probably about an hour and a half, two hours into it. There was a big changeover in the in the attendance, and by the last few hours of the party. Literally everyone in the room were people that we knew, you know, which was a lot of fun. Um, but but uh, towards uh, it's probably one one thirty in the morning at this point, uh, and the place had you know largely thinned out. Like I said, and we knew everyone in the room. Uh, Jason Aaron came into the party, mm-hmm. and uh, I was up at the bar waiting to get some drinks. He comes up to the bar right next to me to get drinks. So you know that's perfectly rational to introduce myself and say thanks. But it was one of those th- things where you know it's uh, it was this close to the to the Chris Farley because I was hammered, so it wasn't. I didn't have, to, I didn't have like, sort of like all right, how am I going to approach him? It was sort of just like, hey man, you know that comic you do scalped? <laughs> you did you know, not. No, but it was this close to it though. It was like it's what it felt like when I played it back in my mind afterward. <laughs> It was that. It was basically be like, dude, the scalp is it rocks you, right? And then like, you remember that comic you did the other side? Yeah, I rock too. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I, he was super polite. You know, shook my hand, asked me, answered a question or two about what's coming up in the Marvel stuff. But I was just after after like even my drunkenness I was like, ah, oh, that was awkward. I'm like, he's probably like, ugh, I'm just here to get a drink, and this dude's talking my ear off. So uh, if he's he, not that he's listening, but if someone happens to say, hey, you're mentioned, uh, sorry, Jason, if I you never know. Well, you one of the know. one of the big highlights for me for the weekend, and uh, it happened on well, Friday, and Vince will be um, probably very upset. Um, we had a uh, longtime listener uh, of the show. And uh, and buddy, uh, show up. He came uh, came in from New Jersey just to hang out on Friday yeah. night. Yeah, I missed this. I wasn't. Yeah. I, I wasn't uh, happy to notice afterwards, but yeah. Yeah, Dave Windorf came up. Oh Christ! I know. Yep. I know. Yeah, it was awesome. He's too he good awesome. for you, Windorf. <laughs> dude, 
<laughs> is an awesome human being. Of course, like, he's he great. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. He's a, so counterpoint to it, like you, you know. Look, I'm calling uh, him this weekend. By the way, it's Do one it. of those yeah. where you know how there are those moments. Again, like we're relaying moments where we met people that we like you know are fans of and then not to say that people are fans of us in that sense but you know there's always one of those caveats where there's a dynamic where sometimes people know more about you than 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 you yeah. know of them right like and in our case it's because we're open books on the show so even you know people feel inherently that they know us and they do know us better than we yeah. know them it's not, a, it's, not a, a, it's, it's an asymmetrical relationship right wow. so um Windorf <laughs> was so warm and welcoming and like he he like I, I, of all the four of us, he's I knew him the least. Never really talked to him like at all, just other than on the you know forums. He was so nice and he was so engaging and he he asked such thoughtful, really made the conversation, you know, genuine and flowing. And we talked for it seemed like twenty thirty minutes at the party yeah. and it, just, it, it was, but it wasn't you know it wasn't forced and it was it was just a very natural like we had known each other for a long time and that's you know that's actually haven't known someone for a long time so mad props to him man it was yeah. uh he definitely was was, it was he was great. a trip yeah that's how he really is man he's he's a trip and uh yeah it's uh we yeah we talked about everything from you know what he used to run a comic shop and you know, we were talking about you know new york style pizza and it's uh yeah which i did try some pizza a few times this weekend and it's not all terrible i'm still not <laughs> sold um i did i did have i did have one slice in particular that was that was pretty good so all right fair enough the, i feel uh, better now the, yeah the uh what you, <laughs> the, um, you should you should the the, uh, the, toma- the tomato basil was was pretty good right by oh, the oh okay all right Jesus. Yeah. What? Um, that's not pizza that's no. shit that's oh. now <laughs> sorry i like flavor I, events i got to, uh, I <laughs> That you said last night. <laughs> you might you might like this one. I uh I spoke to a few minutes with um with uh Ron Randall mm. who, who is bringing Trekker back. No kidding. No kidding, boo. At Dark Horse? Uh, I think so. Yes, 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 yes. Look at that. Uh, he because they uh they they said, you know, well what do you want to do? He says, Well, uh, I I wanna do Trekker. They're like, All right. So Wow, um, he'll be doing that for Dark Horse. He had uh, he had the image. Was it one shot that that he next did? to Black Cross? Wasn't that one of the first Dark Horse um books? Was um Trekker? I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, so he was talking about that, and and while while um while he and I were talking about that, uh, listener Paul Spataro came up and 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 uh, and as we yes. were walking towards um Mahmoud's table after I said goodbye to Ron, and and we were walking towards Mahmoud's table. That's when uh, we were me, Jason, and, and Chris were all talking to Paul, and mm-hmm. uh, and he's from Long Island. He's a listener, loves the show, um, and actually Friday also. I want to say probably after that, Jason and I met um, Charlie Caliano, who gave us yes. his comic book, Devilicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's the thing. We we had we had a couple of people, and and this is what's when we were at C two E two earlier this year. We had the press and the exhibitor badge, and the exhibitor badge left a space on on the tag for you to write your name. This year at New York Comic Con, we only had press badges. There were no spaces to write your name, so Jason had labels. Uh, Jason's wife found labels, and, and yeah, boy. Uh, so uh, I think they came in handy. They did, and yeah. people did. It was nice because I was able to write in Vince B on mine. <laughs> oh, you must have got lots of love. But, no, I went up and kicked everyone in the balls, so they were stupid. <laughs> I don't like you. But we, uh, was, even though we had names on our badges now, it's not nice. More, more time, more often than not, 
people came up to us because they 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 heard I heard beer and bourbon and I yeah the voices, the, the voices and then it's like uh, yeah the, the voices what did it because I had a Grimlock Grimlock PS on the yep, form yeah uh, oh you he, met him his, too yes yeah. was it his girlfriend or or is his wife or both I don't know I I'm just I, I, don't, I don't know, know. but uh, he was there while we were um, it was Norton it was at Norton's table I believe yeah and uh, so we met him and and he he heard our voices and introduced himself to us so I mean it was it was weird as as we were hanging out around our usual creator friends or, or the people that, that we like it's um that's when some of the listeners were around. we uh ran into monster again yes monster bought me one of the best bourbons i've ever ever had on wow. friday night. i mean it was it was it, it was a bourbon i would not buy for myself because it wow. was it was that expensive and wow. it was it was glorious and he was wasted was he was good. like almost slurmo drunk Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, Slow God. drunk. I saw, uh, awesome. saw Bobo. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw Ryan a while. Yeah. yeah, he has the herpes, you know. He uh, well, the he didn't, yeah. there were no there were no plants involved this year. Yeah, no, he didn't fall into a flower pot. But but he did he did cut the press line Friday morning. <laughs> Those wily Canadians. He wasn't, he wasn't the only one. I'll add. Yeah, but not yes, the only it one. Was, no. It was uh, and and if you're going to cut the press line, make sure there's no petty person around. To rat you out. People get angry. <laughs> Seriously. No. We're, how long have you been here? 20, 25 minutes? No, we weren't. But it was 25 <laughs> minutes. And the woman in the back, you hear this woman behind the woman who's asking us how long we've been there. No, they weren't. And it's just, <laughs> it was like, really? Really? Well, are you going to teach comics? <laughs> I'm like, wow. That's, that's, that's just petty. But seriously, dude, the line, Vince, Vince, I'm telling you, the line for, for people who already had passes... Crazy. Just, just, just the standard three-day pass people, oh. Friday pass. It was, it was outside and down the block and up the other block. It was, oh, it was that's great, I, though. It was, it was, no, it was that's great. I it can't wait to hear windows. It was yeah. crazy. You know why it was that oh, long? Because yeah. you yeah. weren't going to be there. Nope, DC Comics. That's why it was True. that long. I, uh, we, I finally got to be Frankie the Dildonator. There's a guy oh, not yes. at all what I expected. <laughs> I expected because the name Frankie the Dildonator, he was going to. Off the wall, he's so calm yep. and almost like mild mannered, mm-hmm. you know, almost shy. I was shocked, 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 shocked. Um, uh, we saw Alec B and uh, and Joey, yes. uh, and talked to them for a while. And 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 What's although we knew Joey, yeah, although we knew this already, I yeah, he dropped Joey, a lot of weight, right? He, he did. Yeah, Joey, for listening, you look good, buddy. Really, you do. Yep. You, you yep. he looks good. He's lost a lot of weight. He, you know what? To be fair, Joey is a young guy, and he looks young now. You know, he looks yep. like a young. Like a twenty-something kid, which is good to see. You know, speak, speaking of Joey, and someone else had mentioned something about about someone from Long Island. That is one thing I have found in my trips out east is that people from Long Island are very, very nice. I have oh, yeah. met some of the nicest people at that show are from oh, Long Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Alex doing great at college. He uh, is getting in where he fits in, if you know what oh, I mean. Hey, yeah. nice. Well, actually, actually, so. this was this was. Just yeah, don't do I, it with Gobo because he has the herpes. I got to. <laughs> I, got to uh, I it, this was my first time meeting Alec because the first year where he was at New York Comic Con was the year that I didn't go where where you and Vince met him, Jason. And oh, okay. So I didn't. I, okay. I didn't. This was my first time meeting Alec, so that was that was great. Okay. Um, we uh, saw Ian. I we saw Ian, of course. Hey. Yeah. Uh, guys, of course. So, so, uh, so Loki, saw so Brian Deemer himself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Dressed as Loki, he, 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 he was all dressed up. 
Yes. Uh, he dressed, up as, yeah, he dressed yes. up as Loki, and uh, it was funny to see him over uh, uh, at Walt Simonson's table. Oh, 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 oh no! Yes, we, we, we very we very briskly walked by Bernard Chang's table at the Boulevard. Ah, uh, well, yeah. That is true. <laughs> we, uh, yes, um, yeah, um, I don't get it. So, well, because uh, I the, the the dead you man. Know, I was very unkind dead. about Bernard's art uh, with the the dead yeah. man issue, as you recall. I'd be all over him. I'd be like, dude, you did yeah. good work. He looked mean, though. He did look and, mean. Well. And, and, about him getting an actual fight with a guy that wrote a really bad review of a comic of his once. So I, I was trying to. Uh, but did uh, you did you give number two a try? No, I did okay. not. No. That's um, still at the uh, at the at family party. Spent a lot of the evening with, uh, of course, Alan. We shout out to New Mutant. Oh yeah. Because his boss ended up calling him into work Friday and Saturday. The two Bro, days he, missed, he, had... he couldn't go to the con on Friday and Saturday. You got to be kidding me. No. No, but I gave him my press pass for so so he could go Sunday. Oh, you're the man. But a shout out and a, and a thank you, um, Steve Raker, great guy to walk around the con with because his comic knowledge is yeah, he knows stuff. Yes, he, he and David are yes. separated at birth whenever it comes you know to comic yes. knowledge. At least, and he, uh, he at least Marvel. do what? At least Marvel. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> he turned me on to a series called Saber. Dude, he never yeah. read Saber. He Paul never Lewis, read Saber. That's Saber. nuts. And Doug so, Mark, yeah. So, so up my alley, and uh, and so I am. Uh, um, Saber has been procured, and uh, nice. Look to, uh, Jason to would dig that too. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. I think you're right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Shout out to, to Daryl Taylor. And oh, you mean J.K. Woodward? Yeah, Daryl was actually sitting at J.K. Woodward's table on Saturday. J.K. couldn't. No, Friday. Friday. Or Friday, rather, he was sitting at J.K.'s table at Artist Alley on Friday, like in his spot, which I thought was hilarious. Well, I saw those two not too long ago at the Scranton convention. That's, what, JK had that's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Donnie Salvo was hanging out with him for a bit. Um, yes. uh, so, oh, well, we got to see Pat, of course, Mr. Lycomania. Yep. Only on Friday, briefly. Yeah, only, only on Friday. Friday. Yeah. That was that was so weird. Yeah, and Bendis uh, wasn't even there. And Bendis wasn't there. <laughs> that is the, true. Um, the, oh crap! Oh, Steve Steve Raker ended up scoring. I don't know if you saw it in the halls thread, Vince. What? He's from um, in the New York Comic Con halls thread. What everybody obtained from the convention. Steve posted a 1982 Kazar portfolio by Brent Anderson. Yeah, I've seen that. Sweet. Yeah, thirty or thirty. Yeah, really. Nice. Is what he is what he bought yeah. it for. Mm-hmm. It was insane. That's a, that's a steal. Yeah. It was. Yep. It was. And I told Roland, Mister Roland Pierce, that he should buy the four issues of the Cult for uh, seven yes. bucks, ten bucks. So hopefully he'll he'll write in with uh, with his review on that. Yep. Gotta Ooh. give some. Gotta. Give my cousin from another mother. Uh, also, that? huh? Who was you? Timmy you Wood? cut out. Oh, Timmy Wood. Timmy yeah. Wood. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Paul Montgomery, fuzzy typewriter. Yes. Yep. Uh, Allie, 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 Allie. Yep. Allie. Yep. Uh, we, which we spent a decent chunk of time with, running into and drinking with. Um, Whoever that chick was was hammered at uh, on Friday night at the iFanboy party. There was hammer chicks, really? Who? No, she Who? was. She was completely. She wasn't. She wasn't with our party. She was already sitting at a table. But this dude was so. Oh yeah, yeah. No, she was. Yeah, she was. She was there for a birthday party that was unrelated to us. But she was hammered. We ate dinner on Friday night with uh, with L.A. Rabbit. It was part of our crew and his oh, wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Saturday, Saturday. Oh yeah, and, and Joe, Saturday. 
Julian, how could you know we we spent well, a lot of, of course, time? I was getting there. I was getting there. Of course, Dormain Julian Lytle, who was was our man, fifty grand the whole weekend. Of course, yeah, man, that's my he, man. He, he yeah. came to dinner with us Saturday night. At, at dinner at Saturday night was was the five of us in the room. Uh, Julian, Roland, L.A. Rabbit on the forums. His wife is very Rabbit. nice. She so. is fantastic, and I, and their friend who I believe is from Boston, and so it was the three of them, the uh, the eight of us with Alan and 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 the rest of the people in our room, and uh, and it was it was at Virgil's, and a, and a great time was had, but uh, it was um yeah, dude, it was it was one of those things where it it flew by. I was yep. I was so happy that uh, that I mean it was weird. I felt like I was at home. Friday morning because the power went out at Jason's house, so it was just True. like as if I I was I every weekend. So I was just like I'm used to this. I I I know that that electronic chirp that happens when the power gets cut out. So I was yep. just like I'm cool. And then of course, <laughs> Chris Chris goes to take a fucking shower by iPhone light, and, and I'm yeah. like I don't. I don't know if I'm about to take a shower in a strange house where I might slip and break my neck, but you do. Well, it's like it was like we better get this going now because it's gonna take twice as long so but the power came on it was uh i could not sleep in i was up i was up before six o'clock like every day yeah yeah uh also to uh mark mark uh marcio Takara, who is a uh oh my god yes so mark it's mark it's kind of a strange thing i as i mean vince but but before a con i usually like to uh uh look through the artist alley list for artists that i haven't Met or or you That's know smart. necessarily, and then uh, sometimes I'll see, especially if they're not really like quote unquote big time, you know, see about maybe getting on their sketch list pre-order type of thing. So as I was looking through the list this year, one of the guys I really liked their stuff was, was this artist Marcio Takara, who at the time didn't I didn't really recognize his name, but I sent him an email. Uh, it's probably sent like a dozen people emails saying, "Hey, like your stuff? Do you, you do a pre-order?" So he wrote me back, and as it turns out, he actually listens to the show. He's he's quite he actually, yes religiously. Um, I did get, noise. Yes, and Marvel noise. So I so Ooh. I I pre ordered a, a China commission uh Friday to get the commission from him and, and we're talking a bit and I already knew from our conversation that he was a fan of our show and he was talking about, you know, David and why you weren't there and, and we didn't want him to be Chris. But then like David said then <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. Then we came over and uh, Steve Raker was with us and then he was like, Oh, I listen to Marvel Noise. So it was kind of a it was a cool thing and he gave us all like he gave everybody prints, like he had these really nice prints and one of them had Green skin poison ivy, so he gave that to David for a day. I saw that. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. But he's, as it turns out, because I didn't know his name before the con, but he's actually the new regular artist on. Oh, shit. On what? Uh, on what? Irredeemable. Oh. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. Um, boom, boom. Yes. Yes. Yes, he's, he's, done, he's done Incredibles work for, 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 yes. for Kaboom. Um, yeah, so. and he's, he is a sweetheart. He was actually, uh, his table, I believe he was either sharing it or his table was right next to, uh, Bruno or, or um, the, the artist on, on, um, on pigs, uh, Bruno Tamura. Yeah. I think they were next to each other, but yeah. yeah. Um, see who else, uh, well, I, I, one of my favorite moments, although I wasn't there, it's still one of my favorite moments was, uh, was, was had to do with Cliff Chang, uh, because, uh, of, uh, <laughs> Uh, Cliff and uh, and and as we're together when uh, when when Chris went up to see them and uh, oh yeah that was yeah. that was that, that was, was awesome. Uh, yeah. the, now uh, I have to see Cliff, and since I was very complimentary of Wonder Woman, I got a big hello. <laughs> I walk I walk up to to Azarillo and I was like, "Hey man, how you doing?" Blah blah blah. And I said, "Oh, I, you know, I love the first uh, first issue of uh, Wonder Woman." And he's like, "Don't fucking lie to me." 
It's like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it shows you, lesson to all the other people out there that have podcasts, large or small. Mm. Just because someone doesn't listen regularly, don't think they're not going to hear what you say. Because in today's day and age of, especially with all of us that label our podcasts with Google Alerts. <laughs> and and show notes, unlike show last notes. week. Yeah. Show notes. Hey. I'm playing to catch. People <laughs> love to hear, hear and read their own press clippings. So... Even people like Brian Azzarello, who, you know, don't come off as the most, you know, uh, he doesn't strike you as someone that listens to a lot of podcasts that way. Right, or cares. When, when someone says, hey, these guys said something about that, he, he be, you <laughs> never underestimate that something you say may, in fact, get back to the person who said yeah, that. True. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised I, I wasn't, uh, I don't get escorted out of cons after <laughs> about six months of some really drunken ranting. But uh, the, uh, You haven't done that in quite a while, by the way. I, I, I try not to. Yeah. yeah. Andrew Charpar, which, you know, Vince from uh, from the... Hell yeah. Um, yeah. He was there doing his thing. Uh, dude, shout out to Ar- Arvell Jones was there. Dude, wow. yes, All Star Squadron. Yeah, he was there. I don't think I've ever seen him at a con before, so that was kind of dope. Uh, Brian Hurt and Cullen Bunn, obviously. Actually, I don't yep. know if Cullen was there. Was was Cullen he was there? there? <laughs> Did anybody? Well, I, he see it's he was in the oven. His um his Brian Hurt was there, and their ta- and 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 of course he had the six gun and the tooth available for sale which which of course Cullen wrote and Matt Kent was right next to them who also wow. had all of his books and the tooth there Ooh. on his table yeah. I didn't see Cullen at all this weekend so I thought I he was there I didn't see him either though so that's true maybe he wasn't there um, speaking of Kent though uh, on top of the book that we talked about yeah, because it's, but uh, dude he showed us pages from um, he drew three oh, yes. oh my god the origin awesome. story but second of all, it was kind of like I'm I'm a little bummed I looked at him because it gave away some. There were no words in it yet. It was just the visuals, but there were some pretty significant reveals in the in the books. Oh. Dude, Matt, 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 saying how he's talking to to Jeff, and he's like, "Dude, are you sure you want me to illustrate yeah. this story? This is the origin story. This is yeah, it was the origin of, of Tweetus." So it's like, are you sure you want me to do this? He's like, yeah, go ahead. And and Matt was all giddy because like one of the first pages is like some severe violence, and and uh, and and Matt's telling Jason and I how he has to do this while his kids at school because you know he doesn't want his daughter to walk in while he's drawing yep. arrows through heads and shit like that. But um, we have to give a shout out to Kevin Mellon and Dennis Hopeless yep. and Vince Kyle Strom. Who Kyle Strom, yep. yes, he has pages available from Hack and Slash for sale yes. for you. If you're nice. Him. He's got the the Fletcher Hanks ones. I don't know about that. I didn't ask him about specifics. He just said <laughs> well, any of them, I, I'll take. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He came up to me. He came up to me Friday night while we were while I was outside of um, Idle Hands, and he's like, "Oh, you guys have that podcast where t- you guys talk to Tim, and one of you guys was asking about original art, and Tim's like, yeah, 'Yeah, I'll let the guy know.' And it's like, and and it's like, I want you to know, I have art for sale. I'm like, all right, I'm pretty sure that was yeah. Best. I'll let him know. So I yeah. have his, I have his URL for you, dude. So you can contact him. Mm-hmm. Much love to Chris Burnham. Uh, he didn't have to blow it up, but uh, but you did uh, have some drinks with me, so I can uh, I can get past it. But no, it was uh, again it, I, <laughs> cool to see because right. I was like, dude, I'm like, think about it. Like at Windy City two and a half years ago. Oh my god, yeah. Oh Batman yeah. for me from wrong the Batman, right? Like I mean, that's like you know. That's that's quite a and he was like I know I can't believe it you know so uh, we get definitely got to spend some time with him. Um, Speaking uh, of Cadence mm-hmm. and and now that Paolo knows that I'm part of the show, it's uh, it's um, <laughs> I know that was that, it was you it should was, talk it once was, in a while. Well, that's the thing. See, he was I was standing next to Jason while Jason's going through the Raphael Albuquerque portfolio, and uh, and Vin and 
and Jason Jason only gave you half the story. Yes, he did buy an American Vampire page, but he also bought another page. Uh, but he, um, while he's going through it, he and uh, he and Tim. I don't know if this is true or not, but Jason and Tim were telling Paolo and me that I was staring at this page that that Ryan Stegman had at oh, his oh. table for like a half hour. I was just because while Ryan was doing the uh, the piece for the Alpha Flight Jam piece. I just kept going back to this page from Amazing 665, and um, I'm, I'm just looking at this page, and since Ryan is, is repped by Paolo, uh, Paolo's like, well, I, I can give you a deal, because these guys, you know, send me customers all the time, and Jason's like, these these guys, he's, he's part mm-hmm. of these guys, he's, he's on the show, and he looks at my name tag, and he's like, oh, I didn't I didn't see your name tag, so, you know, so, so now, that, now that he knows I'm on the show, but... Um, so I am trying to convince Renee that I really need this page from Amazing Spider-Man. Renee tells me my chances <laughs> of my chances of obtaining this page would have been improved. It, it would have. Oh, my don't say it. If if I did yeah, not open Spider-Man. with Spider-Man, yeah, if, she does if, not like Peter Parker. She does said, not like the spider. She said, I "Dude, if you said if you'd said you wanted a Batman page, you'd have ordered it already." But and then when you got the wrong page, you'd have been like, "Oh, he sent me the wrong page, sweetie. I don't know what we're gonna do with this one. I'll just hang it up here." <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he he, uh, Paolo had. Dude, she's shitting on your dreams, man. She is, dude. She's holding me down. She um. <laughs> And and of course, Paolo. So so Paolo is is you know we're we're, we're talking a little bit about it, and, and he reminds me that with Ryan, you pretty much get two pieces of art because Ryan has the blue pencils that he does on the smaller sheet, and then he scans that in and sends that to the anchor, and um and so That's you awesome. actually get two for the price of one. But mm-hmm. uh, it will be mine. I got to contact Paolo yeah. and, and work out a deal on that. But um, that and, and- uh, go ahead. Gonna say uh, also shout out to Paolo because the dude hooks it up at, at these cons like for his oh first. Oh my god, he's, he's hustling. He, he had this I, I, long he's, table. He, had, he keeps them all all you know activity going. He keeps them all plied with alcohol, make them happy, food. But at his at his booth, he had David Lloyd, uh, Brent Schoonover. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just picturing it in my mind. It was, it was Nathan David Fox. Lloyd. Well, I'm just going by order. Oh, Brent, Sco- Brent Schoonover, Rebecca Isaacs. Yep. Uh, Eric Jones, Carrie yep. uh, Carrie Randolph, um, Nathan Fox, and then Ro- uh, Robbie Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, and, and watch out for Robbie. Robbie, this Robbie's getting ready to blow up because he's doing some high-profile books coming up real soon. Uh, and, 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 and Tom Fowler. Tom Fowler. Well, right. Fowler was, and then Fowler jumped in, and I think next David Lloyd, he was drawn. And to that end, so so Paolo. A lot of guys that we we like that we know, and and I've joked with Powell that I own you know like art from just about everybody that he reps. But uh, in addition to all those people, and he also reps for Gabriel, um, but and Mike Norton, mm-hmm. and Tim Seeley. He's Seeley. added a bunch of few. He's added Tom Fowler now. Tom goes through him. Um, uh, our bull here, Oko. He now reps. Um, so I mean, he's you know he does Albuquerque. Um, he does Sean Murphy. So you know, Powell is doing great, man. It's you, it's, you did uh, say James Stokoe. Yes, mm-hmm. he does stuff. Yes, Holy yes. Crap. yeah. So um, he does. He does Jeff now. He does Jeff Lemire stuff now. Uh, so I saw one great. of Tom's um, color commissions that he did at the. I think he either brought it to the show or did oh, it at the it, show. Yeah, Jonah oh. Hex. Yeah. Oh, the, the, yeah. That that dude should be commanding top dollar. He he's so <laughs> way far ahead yeah. of everybody. I think he is. I think he. Is. No, he's doing. I got to say, you know, and obviously with mysterious and. 
it is what it is. It's a great book, but it unfortunately didn't get the the attention it deserved, you know, broadly, and so they couldn't do more. Um, I will say it was really, really good. You know, we were Tom was at last year's New York Comic Con just as a like he didn't have a table or anything. He was just there, you know, just with his portfolio, just trying to network like a lot of guys do. And I remember running into him on Sunday of last year, and he was. Really he had a couple meetings, one with the book publisher, one with Marvel. And, you know, you have friends, and, and they tell you that they have meetings or that they have connections. But, you know, a lot of times, let's be honest, this stuff doesn't pan out, right, sometimes. So to see him this year, a year later, and, you know, he's obviously just getting wrapped up on Venom. He's got another project at Marvel coming up that we can't talk about. It's, it's happening already. To see him and hear these things that are going on, and, and he's, it's great. I mean, he, you know, here's a guy that is really, like, it's taken off for him. And, and and he we we've known him for a long time. He deserves it, but it's happening for him, and it's great to see. So yeah, he's so goddamn good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, he knows it. <laughs> he should he should know it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, there's no question. Uh, yeah, Melon and Hopeless. It, you know, again, there's another two guys that have been on the grind for a long time, both getting good feet. Their stuff, you know. I mean, Love Struck, yeah. obviously, but Melon's got Heart that's out. Bear Butler, um, you know. Oh, Weeds and the Monsters from. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh my God. Which was, was great. Was Juan there? Juan Doe? Juan was not there. Didn't Interesting story about Juan. Um, as we, <laughs> as you know, Gabriel, Gabriel, who you know, his real name is Gabriel Hardman. He was a Marvel artist back in the day under an assumed name. And then he didn't, in retrospect, he didn't really like the way his art looked then, so he, he uses his real name now. Well, as it turns out, Juan apparently worked for Marvel years ago under his real name and detests the way his stuff looks. So now, when he came back into the business, he goes by Juan Doe. Now, I don't oh. know what his name is. I'd love to find out. But, uh, but yeah, so he was not there. But, but, uh, and I don't think Dennis has actually ever met him. Um, but, oh. <laughs> you but. you did read Legion of Monsters number one, right? Oh, it's awesome, dude! Oh my love, god, love uh, it. it's it's amazing. Manphibian, dude, I love Elsa Bloodstone. Elsa Bloodstone, yeah. he's dancing like a teeny bopper, waiting in, for in, in your face panties too. Awesome, yeah, fun. Right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, who else do we have to shout out? Um, I got to shout out Michael Dooney. Oh yes, <laughs> really. Yes. I got a question from him. You know, he's real good at the cheesecake, as you know. So yeah. I got the, for a while. A couple times I've I've emailed him before a con, you know, asking about commissions, and never for some reason or another just never got around to pulling the trigger. And this time I pre-ordered a uh, a, a Shauna from him, and it is yowza! Woo! Yeah, it is nice. Hot. It is hot. So I will, uh, yeah, I'll have to post that. Ooh, and uh, Paul Gwine and Anina Bennett. Yes, hey. that's right. That's right. First of all, yes. I was dying to say hi to them because of how much plate. But it was one of those things where you know, rather than saying, "Oh, geez, I love boilerplate and stuff," I said, "Well, for you guys." And from it was like a magic. It was like the magic word. But behind the desk comes a a bound sort of, I guess, working editor's copy of their next project, and it is phenomenal. I mean, I uh, what is I, it? What it is, is badass. I can't really. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know the title. I don't know how to describe it. But it's um, uh, I mean, how would you describe it, David? I mean, it's it's it's, uh, it's a takeoff on the old dime um, pulp novels. Oh but it's God. um, it's oh crap because it's it's a real it, it's a real magazine that was actually published that nobody remembers. And, and right, just, and it's, it's it basically looks at all these different vehicles and the, and their and and contraptions and stuff. Yeah. But it's it's done in the same way boilerplate stuff. And bigger. it makes an appearance. Yeah, and and it just—I mean, it's—it. It, it, I don't know wh how much of it is incomplete or not. 
the thing they showed us was like hundreds of pages, and we're leafing through it, and they're showing us, yes, this was a real magazine cover that we – and it just was so much fun hearing how much enthusiasm they had, but the book looks beautiful. It's going to be – it's probably going to be more impressive than thing is boilerplate is in the process of being turned into a film by right. freaking jj abrams yeah i heard that yeah. yeah unbelievable now is this going to be through abrams again the uh, uh, abrams i think so yeah i think so, I nice. so. I believe yeah, I think so. because they do she great said books. if you have if you want to do any you know if you want to interview us or you want to talk about the book before it comes out or hell yeah yeah that's, yeah that's who you contact through so yeah so so they gave Jason yep. their card Ooh, Vince, i'd be like dude was chronos was so good True. Yeah. Well, I said that to him when I emailed him that first time when we did it. Uh, you know who I saw that you would have loved to have? Uh, you would have. Chrissy Zulo. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you're yeah, you're killing me. A piece of my. That she was regrettable for, but uh, she's a cutie. And her, <laughs> it's, her cover. Uh, seeing those. I was, just, you're, I, I was just like, listen, I, you're, you're, I hope you know how talented you are. Because it's. Yeah. It's. it's uh, she doesn't really. like. I was like, what are you doing next? And she did a bunch of stuff for the womanthology that's coming out. But yeah. have any like it doesn't sound like she's so uh, editors out there. There's an amazingly talented woman that's apparently ready to take on some work. So by all means, she's a yeah, she's stuff. she's awesome. I mean, Chris, she, Chris, she, I mean, she won't be in comics for long. Chris got yeah. to uh, make his uh, conventional appearance and and chat with Tony Moore and Kara. That's oh yeah, true. yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, it's um. It's been really fun to watch uh, over the last couple of years as The Walking Dead, you know, got got into its first season uh, in TV, and now it's. I mean, the viewership on it is actually it's like it mirrors the comics. The viewership is yeah. actually going up on it, and uh, uh, Tony was just busy all weekend long, and uh, and they only had like you know certain times that he would do signings because otherwise he was he was. Um, drawing all weekend long and the line to get stuff signed by tony was was pretty ridiculous yep good, yep. good for him i mean it's yeah i mean the walking dead if there was if there was one property out there if there was one uh one single comic that was um reflected at the show i mean walking dead is everywhere it's it's absolutely kind of- yeah Sh- shout out to kirkman shout out to eric larson yeah, there, uh, hanging out. Um, also, uh, of course, I, I mentioned I, briefly that I met him, but but Scott Snyder, totally cool dude. Uh, definitely not buying into press clippings. Hopefully, you know, because it's you always know, sort of see so you know how it is. Sometimes guys get get big and they, they kind of you know. But he was he's a totally pr- approachable dude. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, it definitely this was felt like a con that was as we said like in addition to the image guys have felt you know Batman's kind of the book at least at, at the gates for this DC thing and. Um, well deserved, and of course, I'm such an American, huge American vampire fan. It was great to uh, to meet and chat with him. Um, Sin Kevich was there, Vince, and apparently Scott Raker talked to him for a while. I didn't. I totally forgot forgot he was there until after the fact when when yeah. we talk, when Scott said yeah. Uh, I mean, when Steve Raker said he was uh, was uh, was uh, talking to him for a bit, but uh, he was there. Um, you know who? What um, what Bill Sinkevich recently did. Um, no. His most recent work? Mm-mm. He inked Neil Adams on Batman Odyssey. Oh, nice. Cool. Come on. The Dream Team. You know who else inked uh, Adams on this first issue? I'm just going off on a tangent because I want to get to say something, too. <laughs> Michael Golden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the inkers. On... <laughs> Shut up, David. Couple, I flipped through the first couple pages of this, man. All right, it's I, fucking I awesome, dude. I won't say nothing yet. I won't say nothing yet. It's, and it's, Paul uh, Neary inked them. 
Nice. Yeah. Batman on a T-Rex. Batman riding yeah. a T-Rex. Come Got on. Time. A chatty motherfucking Batman on a T-Rex. The, uh, oh, super uh, chatty. Um, the, the Herb Trimpy had a table. The, um, I love the, Trimpy. Speaking of, uh, speaking of, um, of Steve, when we were, when he and I were made our way over to Capullo's table and, and, cause basically Steve and, um, and Greg Capullo are practically neighbors in upstate New York. And, yep. uh, and conversation ended. I mean, while, while Steve was talking to him, I, I tried to, my way in there and just shake his hand and, and thank him for all the work. But uh, their conversation pretty much ended with with Greg saying, "You know what? Do me a favor. Send me an email. Let me know when you want to come over, and uh, you know we'll just have, yeah. we'll have a couple of beers. We'll shoot some shit." And, and Steve's like, "Well, you know, I just I'd love to bring my kid over so we can just you know see your your studio and 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 how you work." And he says, "Well, no, he can definitely come over. He won't have any beers, but he can definitely come over." <laughs> and uh, I mean, he's just he doesn't he he kind of Capullo kind of reminds me a little bit like. Simon Bisley, where he's someone you probably don't want to fuck with, but yeah, um, definitely. He, uh, he just has that look mm-hmm. about him. But I mean, as you hear him listen, as you hear him talk to the fans that have come up to him and 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 ask questions and and have him sketch or sign stuff, he's just completely laid back, totally yeah. cool dude. Just you know, just yep. it, he and I, his wife was there with him, and um, and they were just they were having a grand old time, and and uh, it was it was just like like we've already said about that line. It was just it was so great. To see. I mean, finally, it's it, it's taken this long, but uh, I mean, I'd love to see it happen when he was doing Quasar or X Force. But I mean, it's just Our to spawn. see him to see him on a book and and to see a line that goes. Like past Mahmoud's, it was. I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to see the floor plan, but I mean, it's just, it's so deserving, and I'm so happy for him, and and especially after reading Batman number two today, it's just, it's like, it was great. This is, it's, it's, it's so nice to see. It's one of those times where you're like, you know what, you, you, you deserve it, dude. It, you do you exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, Meaty read too, wasn't it? it took a long yeah. time to it read was, that issue. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, I mean, it goes without saying, but shout out to Norton and Seeley, who we saw at the con and drank with. Yeah, you know, great, great to see them. Shout out again, Brent Schoonover and his wife, because you know his wife's super cool Speaking too. Of good looking couples, yeah. Yeah, I know another good looking couple. Yeah, I know, right? It seems like I guess if yeah, it's that's true. <laughs> there are good looking couples in the area. I realize um, a ton of time with with Gabriel and Karina. They're they're great, and Karina's like what you know, they, Vince. You would love Karina because not only is she genuinely sweet to talk to, but she's a humongous Lovecraft fan. <laughs> Yay! So, yeah. I mean, nice. And they're. Um, of course, they were talking about uh, the the Apes book that they have coming out. Yeah, it sounds great. It's, it's just an Apes fan, but it sounds great. Um, you you know who are real cool and 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 I I know a lot of like comics guys have, have been to them, but I I've never really like known them or anything. Uh, Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey, they're real cool dudes. Like they yep they uh real real guys. Well, uh, as long as as long as you don't as long as your DJ mix playlist doesn't step on uh, McKelvey's toes, you're good to go. Because I believe I believe Ron played a song ah. that uh, that that was that on 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 Jamie's uh, uh, yeah, playlist. Yeah. Well, all I know is at least Kieran played some hip hop up in that piece because we were playing. <laughs> so, what? Uh, your iPhones? Right, oh, I'm good. Yeah. yeah I heard that sigh. Are you getting frustrated? Yeah, music. No, music. no, 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 no. We're out of time, and it's time for our in your travels. No, we're not even close to out of time. <laughs> I got some baseball about your place. You go ahead, uh, go ahead. The um, with uh, talk uh, about some uh, books here. Oh, speaking of of Gabriel, he uh, Roland had uh, his sure. his theme, his basically his commission theme for for this convention was the turtles. 
Uh, I, I, I saw he had an April done. I, I can't remember who did it. Uh, but Gabriel did a pretty kick-ass Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Sorry. Yes. Uh, yeah. he, um, he had, he had a bunch of, uh, like I said, I mean, every commission he picked up, I believe was one of the turtles and April. And, uh, it was just, did he get a Michael Dooney? Uh, I don't think he did. I don't he did know. Not, he did. No, no. Okay. Oh. But, uh, you know, some of it was just, I mean, but to see, and, and Gabriel also had a pretty kick-ass, uh, Batman and 11th doctor commission that someone requested. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, there was right. a uh, there was a Tom Baker doctor and canine on another commission. I mean, because because you had he had um, his uh, his portfolio out and, and most of the pages were um, requested commissions that that people were were going to pick up at the convention from Gabe and uh, and I was just flipping through that and there was some gorgeous looking stuff there as, as usual. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. surprising with Hardman, but uh, Vinci saw the new news. Gabe, what his next book is. Yep. And, and while and 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 while he's telling Jason and I about it, he's asking me. He's like, you know, he's like, of all the characters on the book, there's one that he's so not looking forward to drawing. And he's asking me, well, why do you, what, what, what's your attraction to Captain Britain? Why do you like Captain Britain? So I had to, you know, basically tell him my history with the character and why I like Brian Braddock. But it's uh, it's weird. I mean, you know, no one really expects you know Captain Britain, I guess, to be a secret Avenger. Well, that's the whole point, I guess, of Secret Avengers, but, right? Uh, you know, it was just one of those things where it's like Captain Britain, but he's he's looking forward. No, to Megan. Most of the characters. Well, is I don't she think still so. dead? Nah. Is she still on Hell or whatever? But um, you know, is all that's announced. Yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 yeah. Okay. Because because Remender is writing it, and uh, but that was one of the things announced at the. Uh, at the I have no idea what else was announced. I mean, aside from the. Uh, the extreme studio stuff coming out, I and and the Secret Adventures. I have no, I don't know what any of the DC news is. I don't know any of the news from the convention this year. Well, the other big Marvel obviously is Stegman doing Scarlet Spider ongoing, yes. and then uh, I guess Bendis has another Avengers book coming out. Avengers, Jesus, uh, it's Mark Bagley, and it's basically going to be the movie version. So Sorry. it's going to be the the, the movie oh, character. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm skipping that one. I, I got enough Me too. Avengers books, but but yeah, but I guess one of the. Their big announcement. The extreme stuff was big. Um, there was Marvel. Marvel's big announcement at the show. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. What? No. What? What is it's coming? Oh. Wait. Oh. Wait. Yeah. No. Did Did they announce that they were gonna um, um, print some Marvel Man comics? No. no. Finally. That's, that's yeah. not, oh, it's coming. It's no. coming. That's what they meant by it's coming. Yeah, it's, wow. <laughs> There's a shelf date on that sucker. It's way past due. Yeah. Now, now I have to say, in, in all in all fairness, that uh, I do need to give a shout out to to CB Spolsky and Rob. I threw a drink or two back with at the party too, as well. So, who is Although, the second man? Because you got cut out. Ryan Panagos, Agent. Uh, oh, Agent M. Okay, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all my shout outs. So Vince can talk about that book before we wrap it up. Wow! It up. Look at <laughs> look at this. No, <laughs> Well, I mean, we are at See, two hours. It is a two-hour show. Listen, maybe Chris, for you, it's a two-hour show. I'd rather watch baseball than talk about. You comedy. dictate nothing. Nothing. All right. See That's ya. Cool. Bye. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Are you really gonna go? No, he's not. going. You're gonna love. No, he X- will go. No. You what am I going? You're gonna love yeah. the X Force page, buddy. That I got. No. I'm sure I will. <laughs> Albuquerque, baby. It is. Oh my god! And then he's all like, "Hey, David, look at this!" And it's a fucking page with Cyclops and Magneto on it. I'm like, "You bastard!" I'm like, "Really?" (laughs) (sighs) So who else? Cyclops and Magneto? No, no. The page I bought is uh, Phantom X, Wolverine, and Deadpool. (laughs) Uh, 
the in one panel. battle. Uh, okay. Then uh, Archangel and uh, and Psylocke. And then, <laughs> dude, the the little the little cherry on top of it is a gateway. Oh, yeah. nice! Yeah. Was he twirl? Was he twirling the 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 thing? His little no, he's just sitting you know, bow legged, waiting to teleport. <laughs> bow legged. <laughs> Sitting Indian style or whatever they call it That's now. Nice cross leg, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I'm glad man. you guys had a good time. I'm we sorry did. I missed it. And of course, a thousand times. Where's Vince? Yeah, I know. And I, I said, Vince, I said he's a dumbass. Is where he is. He's a dumbass. He's in jail. <laughs> so he didn't tell his wife about the con, even though he had a year to look at the date. <laughs> uh, Vince. Vince. Yes. Yes, my friend. April thirteenth, fourteenth. And no, I'm good. I'm good. I already told her. Oh, and when, right. actually, when we're done here, uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you know my idea for for Chicago. Let me know if it flies. But well, oh, you got ideas? It won't. It won't fly actually. But let me know what you think about it once we're done here. Okay. Cool. Okay. So so thank you to everyone. And and, and honestly, if we if we didn't mention you, uh, it's not because we meant to. I I I tried. Everyone that we ran into, but uh, I'm sure we missed. Something. Yeah, I was I was taking notes as, as over the past yeah. couple of days, and I like and I know that I mean the big thing I wanted to remember was just you know Jeremy Hahn actually remembering me, but it was it was one of those things where there was in, in hindsight I know as as the next couple of days go on I'm gonna be like oh especially when I listen back to this episode I'm gonna remember what we were doing walking down what aisle and shit like that, but it was um it was just it it kind of went by quickly it was a blur but it was yeah. it was enjoyable i i'm pretty sure we were receptive to everybody i don't think there wasn't uh i i hope we didn't um you know if anybody came up to us saying hey love your show or anything like that i i hope i i didn't come off like like any type of douche that i normally you know the same <laughs> same douche here on the, on the show is uh is is hopefully in in real life but it was um and it was the um that was it, it regarding as Chris found out, and as most of us already know, New York City and AT&T just do not mix. So the EOC Moblog was pretty much non-existent because from the con floor, you could not send or re- – you could receive, but you really couldn't send any photos via text or – Nothing Nothing in New York is easy. So uh, – so, so Verizon. Yeah, so if you're if you're with Verizon, it's not easy or, to communicate. It's not easy to move. Even, it's even, not easy even, to... I don't think I don't think even Julian, who has an iPhone and is with AT and T, even when he was using Square, I think there were times where it um, it may not have worked out well for him. There were there were other people who had Square that um, I don't know if I don't know if Paolo has AT and T, but I, I think most of the time he was okay with 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 using square on his phone but uh yeah so i mean as far as photos and shit like that and my battery was i mean i'm i'm ordering the 4s that's all i know i'm getting a new phone within the next couple of weeks but it's uh if you have at&t new york city is not kind hmm. this is true i got the at&t yes you do yeah yeah i love it everywhere else i go just not new york city can you hear me now what can you hear you now yeah, you're good crackly no. though a little crack lacking Oh. oh, you're good. Maybe you're better now. We'll see. Then we'll just have to wait an extra ten minutes so I can go into my twenty-minute uh, no, commentary on this book that I want to talk about. You're good. Which dude. book? Which book? We want to hear something from you. It's it's but people. See, so- if it's Love and Rockets number four, I'm out. No, it's not Ro- Love and Rockets number four because <laughs> that would be that would be an extra hour because that yeah. was magnificent. It, what was it? Was it not? I, I haven't read it yet. Oh, Jaime's Jaime's part is pretty much the best thing he's ever done. Wow. Pretty much the best thing I've read all year. Wow. 
but uh, Gilbert's not so much. He's he's uh, it's wow. it's nice to look at, but I think uh, our buddy Gilbert is. Uh, coasting on fumes a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I have to get through like half the fucking book to get to the anchors on Batman Odyssey? Jesus Christ. The credit Dude, box a, is in the middle of the book. So what? It's a splash page with dinosaurs. Look at Aquaman's riding a bat. Bill Sinkavish. Come on. Tony and Michael Golden on inks. It's beautiful. You bought it? The first couple pages, dude. Seriously, fucking Bruce Wayne has diarrhea of the mouth. He does. It's going to take you about a year oh, to read shut it. Shut up! Holy shit! I know. Shit. And see, all right. If, if I won't talk about the book that I wanted to talk about, if you let me read some of Bruce Wayne's dialogue from that first couple pages, because it is freaking awesome. <laughs> no, <laughs> listen. No, listen. The, the very, it's fucking dramatic reading. It is. The very first panel. I'm telling you, it's from a coffee machine brewer lobby. For your office to get one. If I had my fi my five top flight designers of my own working for two years, this is the sort of coffee machine they would have made for me. The thing eats its own coffee packages and tells me when I forget to add water with mild consternation on its computer readout. Alfred hates it, but I've seen him make cappuccinos on it. But I love this part. Go ahead. Crank cranks him out. But he loves the coffee. Why in the fuck does Bruce Wayne ever say cranks him out? I don't know. So it comes to this full circle. Robin saw my saw only my rage, my loss of control. Truth is, the rage was aimed at myself. Well, self-loathing mixed with fine, a touch of rage. And this is this is a shirtless Bruce Wayne talking to somebody. And at the end of his what's what book is this? Batman Odyssey. And and this is the first oh, two goodness. panels in the books, right? And no, listen, listen. And after he's done with this talking thing, he goes, how's the coffee? And the guy says, it's great. Can't believe it's a machine. <laughs> yes, stupid. You're like, a vigilante. Like, where is this going? Yes. I don't, I have no idea. It's so wacky, but it's so good. It, it's, but, dude, seriously, it's, what is up with the backgrounds? Why, why are they standing in front of photographs? Maybe Bruce is filming a movie in the background. Oh, you don't know. Green screen. The, the background is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's CGI too. Chris, and, are you still there? Let's <laughs> see the did thing you, that get. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch a Batman Year One yet? It just yeah, came out yeah, Tuesday, I, right? I, I, I really liked it a lot. Yeah. Okay. I heard there's yeah. a almost a little Catwoman titty in it. Um, I mean, it's, I need to go back well, and re read the than, comic uh, again um, to see how, how true it is. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, um, uh, I mean, it's, it's noired up. I mean, it, it definitely seen it like that. You, you get some Does of the, rushed? huh? Does it feel rushed? I thought so. Um, it's the, 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 the it's a very anim anime style yeah uh, to the art um so i mean that's that's half of of what batman year one why it was awesome was was Maza kelly's art yeah. and so you don't really get that um kind of that sense of atmosphere right uh, very faithful in terms of the story like yeah. it may be the most faithful of any of the adaptations in that regard but mm -hmm. it's, uh, like you said, and you guys know i just read batman year, year one for the first time last year so i it's fresh in my mind and uh <laughs> Why you that? Don't you act like this no. is not, Bruce Wayne said, "What a pickle!" It's hilarious. You're still talking about Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, talking about the best Batman story ever. Odyssey. What a pickle! Okay. It's hilarious. Yikes. 
So I'm with you, Chris. I, I, although I, the art was was obviously good, it's Bruce mm-hmm. Tim and his team. I, I it just it wasn't Matt Kelly in that. It, that it's, it's yeah, it's not it's not an improvement on the original printed stuff. Um, still cool to see it, you know, animated though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I was surprised. I mean, I, I every time I watch one of these, I. I I forget until I watch the next one that they're they're not made for kids, you know, like they're yeah. 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 It's dark, yeah. There's <laughs> people getting fucked up for sure. I got to get that. Yeah. Yeah. How's the uh, it's a Catwoman short at the beginning, right? Or on the disc? I didn't uh, see the short. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh I don't know. <laughs> Will you be- All right, are we done? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I'm 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 seriously gonna, gonna go watch some baseball. What, okay, what's in, go. What, what's in your travels, Chris? Uh, uh, games three through seven. Um, oh my god! Uh, I'm still I'm still reading uh, Habibi, and oh. uh, um, really enjoying it. I'm almost halfway through. And uh, uh, is, any, is anybody else gonna read it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah, I would love. To, I would love to have a, a, a conversation about it. I definitely want to read it before the year to see if it's eleven o'clock Oscar worthy. But oh, I think it is. Yeah, it's going to be in the conversation. I'm telling you, with 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 uh, no bullshit, no hyperbole. If you read Love and Rockets Volume Four, and Jaime Hernandez's story is not your pick of the year, there's something wrong with you. Well, but does that count for someone like me that's really? Uh, no, no, okay. no. Of course not. No. Okay. I, I I don't foresee anything being better than it. Chris, I'll make a deal with you. You read volume four for next week. I'll get on League of, of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the last one. Wow. Wow. I want to talk about it. It was okay. fantastic. Okay. Wow. I still I I've got to you know, I need to reread. Do I need to read? Yeah. Um. You need to read volume three. three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I need to read volume three again before I before I dive into it. I gave Jason my my copy of volume one. Last weekend, yes, you did. Thank you. Very oh, much. and Excellent. Jason gave me the first four volumes of Chew. Yes, I did. I have to read, so thank you. First four, man, that's a friend. I know. Hey, that's my boy right there. Because he was at Whoa. the con. Wait. That's my boo. You're my boo too. I, I got to see you before I can give you something. Seriously, yeah. We, sure. just, we just need to fucking see you, dude. I want to read some more of this Odyssey because this is this no, is riveting no, shit. No, if you want to no. keep the show going, let's not talk about Odyssey. All right, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's so many good. I mean, I mean, it's a, it's it's worth a laugh and all, but come on, it's oh. worth a laugh. <laughs> it's worth my money. That's what it is. Oh no, shit! Yeah, I love it. I love it to death. <laughs> you know what? I was slipping through. I was slipping through um, Star Trek and the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Because oh, yeah? it's oh, uh, cool. it's it's Jer- it's got well, two first teams all, I don't care much about. Well, <laughs> see, but the one of the one of the the, the co- cover B is by Keith Giffen, and it's pretty kick-ass. Oh, that's respect. Everything um, Giffen is kick ass. But uh, yeah, the um, the art's pretty cool because it's it's um, it's Jeffrey Moy and uh, pencils by Jeffrey Moy, inks by Philip Moy, and it's uh, the art's pretty good. It's it's uh, it's faithful to the Legion, and you know, and and everybody knows the original series cast. So looks like Jimenez to me a little bit, right? The, the or did Jimenez do the cover? He just he 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 did cover A. I think. Oh, okay. Uh, and Gabriel Rodriguez did a cover, so I mean, they, those guys are in Southern Wisconsin. I think it was in Madison or something. 
Where's it's that? IDW, so you know they have Southern that. Wisconsin. It would be in the south part of Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere in the fucking middle, Vince. <laughs> You're a nasty man. He is. He wants to That's exactly why I'm asking him questions, baseball. so we keep him from his baseball. The uh, but it. I. I I'm, Go ahead, Chris. You he must be know. losing. He tense. must be. He is. He's, he's all. Tense. He's all bound up. He's puckered. He wasn't. Oh, they are losing. The it's weekend. two to one in the bottom of the ninth. That's why he's all tense. Uh, no, Chris, seriously, go. We won't be here much longer. Go ahead. We love if you. you. Yeah. Really, go watch baseball. You want to go? It's the last half inning, dude. Do it. Make it happen. Christopher, go. Not he did go. Did he? <laughs> he fucking did go. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> he did go. That's what I'm saying. He went. All right. He, and you're, all right. We he's out of here like freaking. He really did. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's on, Jason? You have anywhere to go? Because I got, I had something that's for you, buddy. Uh, I got, I got nowhere to go. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind um, if, if you, if I could just run upstairs for like a minute to go ahead, go ahead. Because I'll, I'll get into the first part of it while well, you're look gone. What you're getting into before I? All right. I was tooling through a box. Okay. I like to do this from time to time. Just go through a, a comic box. You know, get the the creative juices flowing. What am I going to talk about in the next yeah. show? Yeah. Box of comics. Yeah. So I'm going through it, and I came across the the only issue I have from this series because, um, it's from the 50s, and the issues are really expensive. Now, my idea of really expensive for a comic is like five, six hundred bucks. Okay. I I, I wouldn't even consider spending more than that. Hey, you're a baller. So it tells you. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're a uh, it, it it features my all time favorite comedian from my all time favorite television show. Oh, uh, the Honeymooners. Yes, Jack it's Jackie Gleason and the Honeymooners. Now, there, there's a couple of of tidbits. Uh, this is on, for me. Part of it, yeah. You're gonna be like, oh snap, because I know you. I was gonna say because Jackie Gleason and the Honeymooners ain't got nothing. <laughs> I love Jackie Gleason. I mean, well, I think of that. I think of having to be at my grandparents watching TV. Oh, stop. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, right to the moon, Alice. Now, this TV series was produced from '53 to '56, and when I say TV series, actually, The Honeymooners was a segment on the Jackie Gleason show. Okay, so this series, twelve issues, came out from '56 to '58, which means the comic came out when the show was off. Right, and uh, well, the Honeymooners has had a long run on television in syndication, or what they called it back then. So he he was still making bank on it, but it was twelve issues produced by DC Comics from fifty six to fifty eight. And the the number one little factoid tidbit that I wanted to get across to you was, we talk about licensed comics all the time. This is DC's very first TV based licensed comic. Jackie Gleason and the Honeymooners. So if anybody asks you, oh really? Yes, Jackie Gleason was number one uh, DC Comics uh, licensed book. But the thing I wanted to tell you about was, as I was researching the book, because I only have one issue, and I'll be honest, they're really expensive, and the uh, chances of them being reprinted are pretty much nil. I downloaded a torrent of all twelve issues. I'm not ashamed. I don't really care. They're they're not in trade. Uh, the 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 prices on the back issues are exorbitant when you can find them. Uh, Lone Star probably only has one, and it's uh, you know I'm just gonna buy one issue. Uh, so I downloaded Torrent. I read the whole twelve issues. It is fantastic, and and the artist really nailed 
not only the facial features of the characters, but Gleason's body language. And, you know, he has a, a flair for the slapstick. He has a flair for the subtle moments. I mean, Jackie, a lot of his humor came through in his facial features with his, that big ass brow that he has. And, you know, when, when he was reclaimed, you knew it and just, just the the dimple the gleason dimple is there and i i did some research and i couldn't because the stories are uncredited there's no creative team listed at all for this it was the 50s right did a little bit of research i thought it was bob oxner and it's not it's not bob oxner it's a man called mike roy who i have no knowledge of so i did uh, like i said i did a little bit of digging this guy has, is a pretty interesting character. I mean, uh, he helped found a museum for Native American and Eskimo art. Now, one thing. Number two, he worked for the United States Information Agency, the USIA, under Edward R. Murrow. This, and, and Mike Roy produced comics to promote the American way of life to people around the world. That's cool too, but the, the, where it really gets into the, the, the comic book, uh, connections was in 46, uh, an aspiring comic book writer who failed at shopping uh, a new hard-boiled hero around to numerous comic book publishers uh, took the character to a newspaper comic strip syndicate where it finally found a home at Jerry Iger's studio. And it was eventually illustrated in 47 by Mike Roy, but unfortunately the strip tanked. Uh, it was called Mike Danger. And uh, obviously, not a lot of people read it. Not a lot of papers picked it up. And it forced the writer, a dude named Mickey Spillane, mm. <laughs> to, to try his hand at mystery novels. And he reworked this Mike Danger character into the uh, property we know today as Mike Hammer. But get nice. this. No, this is, the, this is your part right now. So 46, 47, this Mike Roy worked on the this Mike uh, Danger strip. Didn't take off. 49... He worked on another newspaper strip based on uh, The Saint, the oh, uh, Leslie Charteris. Yeah, uh, Leslie uh, Charteris' character. But when he was doing The Saint, he hired an assistant. And it was this uh, fledgling artist's very first job in New York City. Do you know who the artist was? What was the year? 49. Ooh. Very first art job in New York City. The big time for this artist. Oh, damn. Wet behind the ears, yep. Jack Davis. Exactly. Yes! Jack Davis. <laughs> High five, boop. So there you go. Uh, but, you know, really, uh, may, I don't know what the, the laws about this kind of shit are, but maybe I'll, I'll post some pages on the forum. you got to see Mike Roy's art. Uh, it is just unbelievable. I, I always thought um, uh, Audrey Meadows was a beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. That that would be Alice uh, on the show. And um, did you know that Alice originally auditioned for the part, uh, or Joyce, uh, not Joyce, Audrey, audition, uh, originally auditioned for the part of Alice, but Gleason didn't like her because she was too beautiful. He wanted a more realistic portrayal of of the woman he thought of as Alice, you know, like a homemaker and a and a right. and and the the, the little kind of you know the cooker and the cleaner and the, and the housewife. So he he shopped around for for people and he couldn't find anybody. And so um, Audrey 
took pictures of herself in curlers and all disheveled with her hair all messed up and they showed him to Gleason and he goes that's Alice that's my Alice and when they told him that it was Audrey he's like what so they brought her back in and uh, she became Alice but anyway in the comic whoa you have to see how Mike Roy draws Alice it is so damn sexy and you know when you think of Alice you don't really think sexy you think beautiful but not sexy they have her in these little tiny short skirts and tube tops with legs all the way up to her it's like how did Cramden ever score a woman like this and <laughs> it it it's it's good girl art she Say is absolutely god absolutely stunning so may i'm going to put up a couple of pic, uh, panels and pages of this up uh, on the forum that's forum.bullpenbulletinspodcast.com or www.11oclockcomics and uh, it, I mean as far as the comic goes it's pretty much standard if you've seen the honeymooners you know exactly what to expect just like in the first issue uh, um, Ralph finds a box of film equipment on the bus and he uh, turns it in because that's what bus, good bus drivers do. Nobody claims it, so he gets to keep the film equipment, and he gets the bright idea, you know, always with the get-rich-quick schemes of filming uh, a movie in his apartment. And the hijinks ensue. And it's pretty much all, you know, pretty much standard honeymooners fare. But there's more characters than, than Ralph Cramden. You have Fenwick Babbitt. Uh, all of Jackie Gleason's characters are in here. It is an awesome comic. The Poor Souls in here. Charlie Bratton, the Loudmouth. It's just, these are the kind of comics that I, when, when you stumble upon them, you're like, oh my God, this is like a little gold nugget from, I mean, if you like Jackie Gleason, but if you don't, the art itself it will just kiss your eyeballs. It's so beautiful. Um, Jason, it's completely lost on you, isn't it? Not at all, dude. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm not a honeymooners fan, but uh, but oh, the walk down history lane. He was. I mean, there's a reason why they call him the Great One. He's a fantastic comedian. And I'll be honest and, with you, a little another peek into the world of Woodrow. I just I can rarely get into old school things like that. Uh, even oh, like I, really? I, I can appreciate them for what they are. I I rarely like. I don't even. It's it's tough for me to watch old movies like black and white movies. I just oh wow, yeah, it's very okay. hard for me to get into them. Renee absolutely loves the Honeymooners. She is not. Oh yeah. Uh, she's she's not a big big fan of Jackie Gleason only because of what of the type of person he was outside of 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 the show. Mm, but, how much um, of that's true? You know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much she was uh, phoning it in when it came to the toy. <laughs> well, so, we don't know. We don't know. know. So, but, uh, but no, I, think I, I would, I would like to check this out because she. Might he was badass in the toy, but he was he, better. Well, yeah, go ahead, say he it. was. He was. He was badass in the toy, but um, it, depending on Cannibal depending run. on your point of view, uh, you could see the toy. Not Cannibal little... Run. No, um, Smoking the Bandit. Smoking but, the Bandit. Why did I yeah, say no, Cannibal he was, Run? He was great in that because he's great in that as in Butcher Baker. But he. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's um, I think uh, some black people might have a problem with the toy. Oh really? Oh well. What's that? You mean with with the way he treated the other actors on the set? You mean or a little bit well, of and racism? Just, and just the way that you know Richard Pryor is basically bought for. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, this is probably not the form for this, but but why exactly? I was gonna say. I mean, because Richard 
was the star of the movie, right? So yeah. I mean, yes, well, but still, but yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, back back then, well, the like Jet, it was didn't force Richard Pryor under some kind of black. No, 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 I don't think so. No, I think you're right, right. But I don't know. I, I'd have to look at the credits. I don't know if it was. A but I just insult Renee by saying movie. I like that movie. No, tonight. no, 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 no more. Because as a kid, I hell, I hella love that movie. <laughs> oh, that movie's hysterical. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. I mean, there. There are things that that I'll that, that I enjoy that I you know might, might come across as as being you know an ignorant white boy later on as, as time goes on, but it's um I I never really had a problem with Jackie Gleason until I guess you find out about what went on behind the scenes things like that. But I mean, she'll come New Year's, she'll sit and she'll watch those you know same twelve fucking episodes of the Honeymooners just because thirty nine. It's, it's, well, then they should try to play more than just those same two dozen, but it's, um, it's, I really like one where he's, 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 he rides up, he bus and he goes home and, <laughs> and yells at his wife. That one and, was hilarious. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> one was uh, oh, come on. Cranmar's mystery appetizer. Does not want the huckabuck? Of them, that's right. The oh, lo- that's right. Yeah, the the huckabuck. Come on. Is chef of the future. Is chef of the future. Get a Corey Apple. Oh, Alf Crandon was in it, and was like his crazy sidekick. Oh, that was all for nothing too, my bad. But anyway, uh, in the comic, if if as an illustrator, if someone told me to capture um, Ed no- uh, Art Carney's, you know, body language and his mannerisms, that's really difficult because uh, Carney was. He's a very physical comedian. A lot of his his shtick was, you know, the whole when he was going to sign something, he'd shake the arm and do that, you know, with the little hat thing. And that he grabs it. Mike Roy gets it in, in this comic, and it's it's all there on the paper. It's amazingly well done. Uh, really stunned me that that something uh, could be this close to the um, the actual characters in real life and he, a lot of the times licensed uh properties they fail when they go to comics because yeah. either the creative teams don't get it or they they're not up to snuff to capture it well mike roy uh was up to snuff and if anybody knows who the writer was on this uh let me know because i haven't been able to find anything jackie gleason and the honeymooners from dc no idea who wrote it and um there's no credit for it no no credits. Wow. That, no. Then, and even even when you go like to comics.org and right. uh a lot of times Lone Star will list um cre- uh, creators yeah, yeah, on the books. Yeah. No, they 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 what have about comic n- book DB. I checked there too. It's not listed. No. It's like a mystery. Huh. Yep. Mystery appetizer. So huh. uh So d- did you guys watch uh, the Walking Dead premiere? Yeah. I did watch it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think we're all pretty much like mine on this one, right? Yeah. Well, I, I know you and I are with the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't mind the first fifteen minutes. I, no, I no, thought, no, oh yeah, that, that was that was the tightest part. That's what we said. I thought, the, I the thought the, the good, then it was drag ass. The first uh, f- three minutes when him talking on the cell phone was incredibly forced. I I, I didn't believe. But that believe might it have all. been just to maybe anybody who's catching up for the first time. Right. Right. Ironically, I thought uh, the the episode went straight to hell. When they made it to the church, I was I was enjoying it until they until until they they hit that church and it was just like, really, come on. Jason and I think we're tapping out even before they got to the church. Yeah, I was tapping out after that like first commercial break when it it, like after the whole like I I didn't I wasn't thrilled with the whole episode just being about trying to find this little girl. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like wow. 
I don't know. I, I mean, but I mean, fourteen was... soon to be fifteen trade paperbacks here, people. We can, <laughs> we can advance yeah. the story faster than that. Yeah, it. I didn't mind the whole uh, hiding under the car scene. That was pretty. No, me pretty, neither. Pretty yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right? That that first that I, I was like, oh, all right, it's on, it's on, you know. But uh, and then to be honest with you, after the fact, like I felt how I felt. Then after the fact, to find out that that initial like fifteen twenty minutes with Erebon stuff. And then they spliced it with another episode that wasn't Darabont, which was oh, the last. That's episode. not good. That's not yeah. good. Because, whew, yeah, that's not good. What's Sophia's mother's name? Vergara. <laughs> no, <laughs> the, 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 one in, the one in Vargaris? the story. The, 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 the abused woman. Uh, What's her character's Connie. name? Is it Connie? Is I it think it may be Connie. Yeah. yeah Connie, the, I guess so. They just, that just I mean berating Rick because yeah, you know, he, you he wanted to say and then and then she asked the big dude for a handout. It's like please get up off your pathetic knees and go find your freaking daughter. Jesus yeah. is not going to find your damn daughter. Go do it. It's, and then then Rick does the same thing. Give me a sign. Oh please Jesus, give me a sign. And then bang, my son got shot. You know, not the kind of sign I was looking for. <laughs> I just—they just completely lost me with that whole church thing. It was like I can't root for Rick now because he's a dumbass. Because he's religious? No, not that he's religious. He's a dumbass. He's—you know—take drive the bus, take charge of your life. That's what you do in the comic. You are the go-to guy. You, you, yeah, you, I'm with you. Like like Rick Rick in the comic, like the he he's he's bored. Well, he's almost—I was going to say—he's borderline insane. In fact, he right. may be insane, but. For all of his flaws, and there are many, and and he's a dangerous guy, and I can, but but and it could end badly for him at some point. But but like you said, he he he, all of his flaws are driven out of his taking responsibility. Right. He just what he uh, and yeah. the madness and making bad decisions. But but it's because he 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 feels forced and he he feels compelled to be the leader. And, right. and uh and in this, that's that ain't happening. And uh-huh. I I don't uh, I just I almost feel like. I don't know. Most he's almost like been cuckolded. I don't. It's like uh, I mean, I don't I know care if not- he gets eaten now. Actually, I, I really don't. If Rick got eaten next week, I'd be like, "That you deserve it because you're a dumbass." Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm with and you. what? Who's the actress that plays Laurie? I don't know her name, but she was on uh, Prison Break. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She is, there's something about her. She is gorgeous. It's oh funny because I don't find her attractive really? at all. No, oh, same here, dude. Really? If I was like, Glenn, I'd be like, get in the camper. Come on, and, right now. School was all about her. And I'm like, really, Mike? I mean, I know you've been in prison. <laughs> really? No, I, I like her a lot. I like, like her a lot. Out, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> I think maybe it's her eyes. I don't know. She's just so stunning to me. Wow, stunning, huh? Yeah, she is. Wow. That ace. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry you don't like her. Yeah. Well, we're not because it means it's all for you then. <laughs> yeah, nice. So, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna I, and see, I don't see very much to, to appreciate about Laurie. Or oh, the, yeah, or, no, I don't know. No, uh, no, Rick's, Rick's wife. Is uh, that what you just said? No, you said Rick's, Rick's wife. Wait, no, the blonde I'm talking about. What's what about her? Wait, that's the one I like. I like oh, the blonde. I don't. I don't, I don't like Lori. No, that's who we're talking oh, about. I said the wrong name. Oh, okay. So I like the blonde. What's the blonde's name? Oh shit. Um, the one, the one with the gun. The one with the sister. Yeah. Yeah. 
Give me my uh, guy. I like her. I don't like Lori. I think Lori's very misshapen looking. As, as we. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty uh, eyes, she, though. But wait, was she offering? Um, was she offering homeboy head? If if uh, if he really, you know, if he if he leaves town with with in his car and leaves everybody else behind, she's like, oh, well, dude, you, know, you know what? I take it and I will say like, yeah, I'm not leaving I'll, now. I'll, 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 watch your, <laughs> I'll watch your back. I'll watch your back. Just give me my gun. This, that, and the other. I thought I could have sworn she like you know sexual advances and shit like that going on. But <laughs> I would go for that. Yeah. Uh, Sophia's mom is Carol. Okay, Carol. Oh, and, uh, um, and the the Amy, sisters. Amy and Andrea are the sisters. Andrea and Amy. Okay. Andrea, Amy yeah. died. Andrea's the one. Yeah, yeah Andrea. Bada boom. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah. cute. You're cute. You're cute. Oh. She's cute. She's cute. Yeah. She's cute. She's more than all right. But, um, dude, if I lost as much money, as, uh, as much blood as the... Um, as, as big fat black dude, dude I was yeah. Like, when he got yeah. cut on the on the thing, how how is he still breathing? Dude, he's such a fucking white boy Bob from from out of sight. He is like he is <laughs> he is. It's like in in the first fucking season, he's over here dropping fucking guns. He's, <laughs> he's getting people shot. He is such a fucking klutz. Here he walks into a goddamn car door and and <laughs> and, and cuts his right. You had lying. Arm. It's like, dude, what the fuck, man? Just die already. I, I got lying. something. I got a bone to pick too. With the one, Jason's nitpick was last year when they when the zombie climbed the fence. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's a bit hypocritical because something similar happened last year that the the Walking Dead do not eat dogs. They just don't eat dogs. I mean, did you ever see a, one of the dead eat a dog in the comic? Did you ever see them eat a dog in a Romero movie? No, but they do have a taste for horses though, because well, last season they did eat the horse. See, why, why wouldn't? dog though they're after i know so. right but you know, almost never see that in a zombie movie than meeting a dog well i told yeah. you though i felt a little about that whole climbing the fence thing after kirkman in an interview heard said he didn't that wasn't mm-hmm. like that was yeah. a mistake yeah i did i did i and then i just didn't like the dog scene too and then they got to pull the leg off it and they made sure that you saw that the leg was off i'm like oh, oh david david's you know, not loving this the, uh, i was gonna say david with it with the cruelty to animals <laughs> yeah they're, he was flipping through them sweet tooth pages, and then he hit one, and he was like, "Oh, dude." Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit hypocritical because in survival of the the dead, uh, one of the zombies bites a horse. Yeah. Now, uh, so. now, not to get off on another tangent, but I saw didn't I see something where Romero's be coming out? S- survival yeah. or something? No, or survival is the late, latest one, and you should do very well to avoid that because it sucks. Wait, is that? But isn't there another one? He's doing. Um, He's not writing it. He's oh. directing it. Uh, what the hell is it? It's a zombie thing. Something about the, uh, like a CDC group is doing experiments on zombies to find out what exactly caused this infestation. Okay. And it turns out, uh, it's not natural. It's man-made. And there's some kind of, uh, undercurrent in the thing where they get to talk about the economy. See, he wants to be relevant again, so he's uh, going to kind of stick the economy into this thing. So the and Wall Street guys are going to get so funky from not showering for all this time, they're going to turn into zombies. I don't know. I guess when they trace it back to who <laughs> actually did it, it's it's some somehow tied to the economy. I don't know. I don't know. I forget who wrote the original story, but but it wasn't Romero. He's just directing it. Nice. Yeah. So, all right, I think we filled up this episode, even though Chris bombed out on us about 20 minutes ago. Let's see ago. if he at least got to see his team win. Hold on. I don't know. I, I, I if he did, he might come back. 
but, but isn't like second game like no big shakes because they oh, always have um, they lost oh well he's gonna blame it on us you know that right because <laughs> he was he a good yeah yeah like they can hear him through the tv could be a- eric williams says uh-oh chris is gonna get nasty tonight i can feel it <laughs> oh there you go there you go it that's is. awesome they know him so well they, do. they know it's right. small, dude. It's scary. So in your travels. In your travels. Well, no. This episode of of 11 o'clock. Yep. Hamana, hamana, hamana. Keep it in. in uh, do it, yeah. conceptual Keep it all the way in. Just a tip. Has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service. Laugh at high cover prices with their phenomenal discounts. Awesome. 35. Yeah, the Odyssey. Never mind. Stop it. Uh, thir- you know what? Screw it. I'm okay. Uh, 35 to 75% <laughs> off. Selected items in their monthly spotlight specials. They also have digital comics available through their mydigitalcomics.com. Uh, if you want to save a lot of money on comics, check it out. DCBService.com. That's the thing to type into your web browser and it will take you, it will reveal to you a plethora of savings opportunities. You get double. You can get double the amount of comics for what you pay now and your wife would be like, okay, that's cool. So there you go. Discount comic book service and in your travels, Read Batman Odyssey. Oh my God. It has the spark. That spark. That crazy kind of devil may care. Do it like nobody's looking. Freewheeling explosion of unfettered creativity. It's like the public access TV of mainstream comics. Well, maybe Adam's 30 hour trip to take like Roland. Adams doesn't care what you think. He doesn't. He's doing Batman That's his obvious. goddamn way. Hey, he and had it, a big old it, table at New York Comic Con doing his thing. Right. And it, it's the Bang. good way. It's the right way. Yep. Tip in his son's book, too. Read Batman Odyssey. It's back again. Volume two just started this week. Go get it's it. Seven issues. Three, right? No, it's issue number. No, actually, not, I think it's issue number it's seven. It's part total. seven, but yeah, volume oh, two, number hard, one. Okay. Yeah, so and it's every lost. bit as good as the past six. I'm reading. I'm already lost. Just, I'm, I'm reading number one, volume two. Yeah, I'm, I'm all confused. So I'm gonna Dead say, Man's in it. Dead Man, uh, Aquaman, friggin' Caveman, Batman. Uh, they're in the Hollow Earth. You got dinosaurs running around. Underworld, it's, it's, Batman. It's amazing. Yeah, Underworld Batman. It's amazing. It's it's so good. The best Batman in like fifty friggin' years. Yeah, yeah. And then in another next, couple next of years, is Scott Snyder's Batman, which is which is my in your travels because if you want to read a decent oh, Batman yeah. book, then read then read Snappity. Batman. So uh, good. Se- second issue came out, and I was like, and it hits the ground running, and, and we still. We're still getting a little bit of uh, Gotham history, some Wayne history. Very uh, wordy too, again, but good wordy. But it's it's uh, you know this could have felt like really a number one issue. Actually, did we barely saw Batman in action? I think. I mean, I there was that whole scene. There was that whole scene with the morgue. But I mean, for the most part, this was this was a. um, I mean, I still felt. And I was entertained. I still felt like I got my money's worth. It was just, it was, it's a really good Batman book. Two issues. I'm, in, in, I'm enjoying and, it. And it's and like, it's, what? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, How like does you this said, happen? it's, it's wordy. And, and we, we all know Scott Snyder can, can write his ass off, but it looks gorgeous with, with mm-hmm. the Pulo and Glapion. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely something that, uh, that I recommend. It's, it's, it's one of the new 52 that I will gladly keep buying month in, month out. It's going to be a what does Jason call them evergreen title, 
The first yeah, trade of this Batman's going to be an evergreen book. Yeah, so good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, before I get to my, I just wanted to say one one little business thing. Um, uh, speaking to a lot of people at this con. Um, although I can't give specifics because you know I don't think it would be fair of, to them, but but in in the in the conversations with a lot of different folk talk in different ways to this DC relaunch, um, it's legit, man. At least at the out of the gates, like it's not just you know um, the numbers we saw out of Diamond, as some people have noted, definitely were well understated because of the reorders. Um, so as as impressive as they look, they're actually much better than that. And uh, a few people were kind enough to, uh, again under under the under the shroud of anonymity, share with me like what their books did, um, and and they were significantly higher than what Diamond was reporting. Nice. Um, and uh, and and issue two pre-orders in many cases are above issue one, which as you guys know is unheard of. Unheard I mean, of. Typ- typically, second issues fall I think eighteen to twenty percent from from first issues. And uh, in many cases, they're at or above where first issues were. So, again, you know, the staying power will ultimately decide this. But, but for the the first month or two, it's been an absolute smashing success. So, kudos to that. Yeah. Um, and, and then, then you have Dickhead Rich Johnson killing books even before the second issue comes out. Yeah, and 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 he was way wrong. Asshole. He was way wrong yeah. there. Uh, I'm, I'm pissed doing, at him. But no, he's I'm way pissed. wrong. Omac is doing two times. At least where where they would can even consider canceling a book. Yeah. So so we're going to get plenty more OMAC. Um. So in your travels, I don't want to talk about DC. I want to <laughs> shout out a uh, a a top cow book. Um, is it what the I fifth the fifth year of pilot season is underway. I knew it. I knew it. That's, I left it for you. And the first uh ish, the first book to appear is uh, by. Uh, Mr. Joshua Hale Fialkoff with his writing partner, Matt Hawkins, who uh, some may recognize as Top Cow's president, uh, and, and illustrated beautifully by our new friend, uh, yeah. Rasan Ekdal, who we, we loved in Echoes, and uh, we had a chance to meet at the, this con. This book, uh, real cool concept. For those that don't know what pilot season is, every year as a thing where they do um, a smattering of different uh, one-shot issues, that introduce you to a concept. People can go online. The winner of the pilot season, as it's called, then gets a um, a book, uh, an ongoing book uh, of it. So, um, actually, Josh, one of his first ever printed comics was he won. He was the winner of the first pilot season. He uh, he wrote Cyblade, and he won oh, that. Okay. So back in the day. So uh, he's he's uh, this. He's back with the test, which like is that. what's that? I like that. Cyberlight? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. So the test, uh, basically a bunch of people wake up. They don't know where they are. They're in a suburban development, and it turns out that they are um, enclosed in a biodome-like uh, environment where they're told they are, the, uh, they, they are some of the last survivors of a massive plague, uh, and they uh, have to basically live in this biodome and they've been picked as a genetic cross section to uh, to repopulate the earth, nice. and uh, they they are not going to be let out of this dome, which theoretically is, they're being told protects them from the outside elements and toxicity. Uh, they will be let out of the dome on two conditions: one, when the environment outside of the dome is okay for humans to go back out, and secondarily, when the there are enough people inside the dome. With enough of a genetic base to successfully repop, and uh, 
Sounds so, cool. but yeah, but you're led to believe in this first issue that there's much more to it than that, as you can suspect. So, uh, real cool stuff. Um, he knows how to draw good-looking people, and as we told him at the con, we met him, and we we leafed through this issue. Uh, he's really, really good at, at facial expressions, yep. which mm. is, and you know, I think we've said this before. You know, there's an art to cartooning, and I think one of the things that's lost in this world of art that's driven by you know Photoshop and reference is the lack of emotion, you and that a lot of times to convey emotion on the printed page, you have to facial expressions. And he is he he was completely in agreement with us, and and it comes through in this book. I mean, if you saw these people's faces in real life, they'd look deformed almost. But in the comic page, it conveys the the emotion of the book. You know, fear and 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 humor, and uh, really well done. So uh, so it's it's no JLA dark. Well, see, the thing is this. It's I, I thought about, after reading the test, and then I read the second issue of Suicide Squad, as as Jason's mentioning, you know, when, when you think about people like Kevin Maguire and, and now Rassan, when it comes to having someone actually... Uh, back in the day when, when, when you saw somebody talking in, in a comic book, you know, they, they were talking through gritted teeth or their mouths weren't even open, and, and you have here, you... the the facial expressions actually match the words that are on the page or that are coming out of their mouths. But then I, I see Suicide Squad number two, and Amanda Waller looks like she's about to is screaming that shot's head off. But the word balloon is basically just her with her inside voice, just talking to him like a yeah, normal person. Yeah. And it just it makes absolutely no fucking sense. There's no there's, I like that there's, issue though. There's no well, we can talk about what we didn't like about the issue next week, but it's um. It it uh, after reading the test, it's it's definitely. I haven't read a lot of of the pilot season books. This is one that I would continue to read. So I I will be voting for this one. And um and I mean the art is fantastic. And I gotta read it. It's it's good stuff, dude. I I would definitely recommend it. Jason A. Line. I I I was hoping we one of us would get to talk about it. I'm glad it's his it's his in your travels because it's uh it's something that people definitely need to check out. And there's no Polly Shore in it, right? No. And for those wondering, the the woman on the in the sky, who once you read it, you'll know what we're talking about. Is uh, we were told by uh, by Rasan's fiance that she was the model. Yeah, for that. Shannon was the model Ooh. for that. Yes. What Shannon looks like, she is that she's that woman on the page in uh, with with darker hair, with brown hair. But mm. yeah, intriguing. I'm intrigued. Yeah. She is she yeah. all that? Said that better in real life, dude. Rasan and Shannon are a good-looking couple. I mean, there's Seriously, no look yeah. at you. He had a he had a like a, a he talk about Stalin. He's at his artist alley table in a suit with a real slick like thin tie. I, I don't. I can't stand. Up. I cannot stand skinny ties. He makes it work. He made. What if your skinny tie hit the bathroom floor? What would you do? <laughs> oh, I burn it. <laughs> would it be next to the the condiment near Pat Lord's he, face? Or he, would it... He'd be licking it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> gurgle so needless to say Rashawn does not look like the gooch no he does not or, no. or screech what the gooch was different strokes <laughs> Jesus Christ. The screech did we ever even <laughs> see the gooch I don't think we saw the gooch no I don't either the gooch oh. you know what the gooch is never mind we'll uh-huh. talk about talk about that later hey everybody yeah we're done stick a yeah, fork in us right. yeah we are it it is the end of the con season. Now yep. we got to look forward now is C two E two. 
And we'll but, all be there, I hope, people. right? Well, that's what we're looking forward to. You're going to have some people who have their local regional shows, Vince, that are going to be like, Con season's not over. We got this shit coming out like in November, a week before. Oh, right. Well, I, yeah, there was something going on in the forum about that. I didn't paint. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what comes out when. It's not, Sorry, it, it's not happening unless we're there. I'm at end but, of, the, of the con season for, for us. Yes. Right. Yeah, our wind down. It's yeah. over. We're done. We're done. Hey, everybody. Thank you for being here. Uh, we'll be back next week, and uh, go out and buy some comics. We will talk lots of comics next week, we promise. Yes. Yeah, yes. I got lots to talk about. I read stuff. Me too. Oh, I read, a, I read a ton of stuff. Yep. You know what? Walt Simonson is a god. Yeah. Duh. No, we, we, we don't say it enough. Simonson no, is a, a veritable god. Simonson uh, signed one of Steve Raker's book plates. That it's going to go oh, in his uh, in his artist edition. You've read Mage, right, Vince? Oh yeah. So, do you notice a little bit? I'm seeing a little parallel between King Dap and Renee and, <laughs> and Matchstick and, and Edsel. It's there. It's there. It's Alan, there, right? Alan, that's Alan. that's David Bible. Sexy David's black Bible. woman. She's yep. got her shit together. She's she got a hat though. Like Alan says, Alan says that's our that's our cosplay if we ever go to a con together. You that should be that'd be awesome. <laughs> yes, I'll be Joe Fat T- and, and Timmy Wood should oh, be Mage because uh, he looks like he looks just like me. Uh, you could be Murphy. Yeah, but see, well, I, I friends, can't be. We had, I can't we be had, Kirby. No, no you can't enough. be Kirby. But we have uh, <laughs> you'd be all right. We uh, and you're Sicilian, so yeah, you could be Joe Fat. The um, <laughs> see, Jason would be Sean. And and that's why and okay. and and then um, and then Chris would be a grackle flint. <laughs> <laughs> so we, had, we, we should, had we should make Chris one of the fates. <laughs> so we had we had the whole room mapped out as far as who was going to play who in Mage. So yeah, that's awesome. You guys sound like you had a lot of fun. It sucks. Yeah. I, I got to say the uh, all- the coloring in the um yeah. The, the, I, I, what's that? Oh no, go ahead. I'll, I'll see what you can say. Oh no, I was going to say the the coloring in the image uh, hardcover that I have that collects the whole. Hero discovered is just so vastly different than the uh, yep. the issues. I mean, because it's uh, the uh, the original Comico series is uh, is airbrushed, right? Yeah, I was going to say right. it, looks, it looks painted or airbrushed. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. And it, it uh, was and and I think after the graffiti collections, after that point, whenever it was collected in the um, in like the big compendiums, or when Image started collecting it, they he went with the the the, the, the I think it's flat computerized coloring. But yeah, it just I don't did, like. Uh, did Starblaze collect those too? Because yes. I think my books are Starblaze. Yep. yep. Yeah, I think it, the coloring just, is different uh, in those too. Yep. Yeah. This uh, the one I have just came out. I think I just got it like three, four months ago. I, it was just solicited. So. Yeah, I have a deeper appreciation for the th- what is it? The one after Hero Defined. Hero. Hero um, it was the Hero Discovered, the Hero Defined, and then the third one will uh, get to be. Right. I I don't know if it's. It's not. It's not destroyed. It's. 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 But yeah. It's. it's now. Now, since it was eleven years uh, between the series, Dinger's art evolved quite a bit. Oh hell yes! Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. yeah it, was, it was a little looser as as uh, as time went on. If you, I mean, there oh, is looser. Oh okay. Interesting. Yeah, I felt I. I his his uh, the first book. I, I felt the art was a little tighter. It was. Um, okay. It was definitely. I didn't. I wasn't. A huge fan of the um, 
of the look of the of the second series mostly because I like you I love the coloring like you said in in the first book where it was just I was a little taken aback with how it looked um but it was it hmm. there was, I, I I think between the first mage and that that demon mini series I think that looks fantastic as I think I like this Trinity stuff, the, the three issue mini he did. That that wasn't too bad, as as far as you know how I like my my Wagner art. But um, it, yeah, his his style because he also did the first issue of Ultimate Marvel Team Up, and that that looks like Wagner. Yep. You can still tell it's Wagner, but it's uh it's it's kind of in that that second book style, and uh, I just I kind of just have an appreciation. I don't know if it's because it was my first first time dealing with Wagner or if it was just the story or what it was about Mage mm-hmm. but that's that's my favorite Wagner and the uh, the, the, the collection has that like a, a pulled out you know pulled out. yes out. yeah, Where yeah. dragon yeah no I know it, it, it's it's a little bizarre you know to in the middle of a hardcover to have that because at first I didn't notice it like uh, I read the issues this week I read the issues but but I then I pulled out this hardcover for tonight so in case we were going to talk about it and I was leafing through it like I was like oh that's weird and then I realized oh, okay that's because the page is folded in it's not obvious yeah. that it's a fold out to you but uh, that dragon is my my personal fi- I, I think that dragon is the coolest I mean that that's pretty crazy stuff I thought yeah I got to go with the second one as more visually appealing to me okay well that's because there's yeah. a lot of Kirby there. Yeah, I think it's well. Yeah, I think it's the product of a more seasoned cartoon. And he was right, exactly, and and, yeah. and his his life, he had some life experience that that parlayed into it. So yeah, I, I could see that. I have to. You're right, though. It is a lot more loose. I, I have. I'll, I'll read the second series again if if we're going to talk about it in the near future because I haven't read it in a long time. I, I just I will reread the first volume a lot, and I, I've only read the second volume just very few times. Well, and without giving it away to people that haven't read it, the 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 reveal of of, of you know who who he is, you know yeah. who Mage is. Not, not I don't mean Wagner, me, but the reveal in the book of who he's the new version. Oh, Matchstick is. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean that that sort of locked it down into my. <laughs> I, I mean that 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 particular. I love that that uh-huh. type. Of, that part of lore mythology, if you will. So. Yeah, and uh, so Kirby was uh, Hercules, right? Yeah. Because he had the lion on him. Yeah. And Joe Fat was Mercury, was what, right? Hermes. Or Hermes. Hermes. Well, yeah. yeah, Mercury, Hermes, yeah. The Flash. <laughs> Not Barry, though. Not Wally. Barry. Not yeah, Barry. Wally Flash. All right, everybody, we've overstayed our welcome a little bit. Oh, we're still recording. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're still recording. <laughs> hey, this is good stuff. Come Absolutely. on. Almost three hours. Chris will be pleased. Uh, yeah, come back with us next week because we love you so much and uh, we'll be waiting for you. True. Say bye bye. Bye bye. Did you ever see a woman coming at New York City with a frog in her hand? Did you ever see a woman coming at New York Did you 